All right, real quick, before we start this episode of Last Two Brain Cells, we're going to play a little game. So play along with us at home. Ready? If you're a child and you know it, clap your hands. Uh, what? No. Uh, 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 get that child out of here. Damn it. Sorry, kids. This is not a podcast for you. 18 plus only. Children, go away. Have a great day. Before we get started, mm-hmm. I just want to address something. I was at the library yesterday with somebody who was aged 24. Mm. Okay. And we were playing a game where uh, you have to, like, draw conclusions based off of clues called Linky. And there was a clue about Hulk mania in the 80s. And what wrestler is associated with Hulk mania? Hogan. Right. And they didn't know. They had no idea who Hulk Hogan was. And it, I realized, like, is that an old person thing? Is yeah. that is that a generational gap where it's just only we know Hulk Hogan? Yeah. 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 Anyway, welcome to the Last Two Brain Cells Podcast. Yeah! Let's do this thing! Uh, we are two speakers of the house name. Wow, we're speaking today. I'm Austin. And Donovan. And this is episode number 11. Yahoo! Episode number 11. And here is a sneak peek of what's to come. Who's coming? Oh, Slurpee? Gushers. Yeah, Slurpee. I had a blue Slurpee. That's from not slime. Slurpees are slime. No, you're... you're Gushers no. are slime. You're off. <sighs> wow, if only you could have seen it. That was so lovely. It was beautiful. Wow, I'm shedding a tear. I'm shedding. And was that a huge booger that just came out of your nose? I don't see it. Wait, I think it... I scratched my nose. Oh, dude. That is a huge... No, that's not a huge booger. That's a piece of plastic. Oh. That would have been an insane booger. That would have been sick. Ooh-wee. All right, Wow. Hulk Hogan, that's how, that's how you're going to start it today, huh? Yeah. I, I could be wrong, I could be wrong. Isn't that guy kind of a piece of shit? I, I actually have no idea. I don't either, but I also know he had his porn leaked online and he sued and he, he just the person that took down, I think, Gawker? Remember the website Gawker? No. Yeah, I could, I could Google this really quick, but I'm pretty sure they like released a porn video without his consent and he sued Gawker and took them down and everyone's like, woohoo, he's fighting for your rights. And then also he was also a piece of shit and racist and stuff. Yeah. So it was uh, like, oh, win-lose. I had no idea. Yeah. Anyways, a little quick story on Hulk Hogan. I didn't expect to talk about Big Boy today. Yeah, no, Brother. I, I thought it was so weird that they didn't know who it was. It's uh, crazy. It's like, uh, I, I was, uh, oh yeah, no, Veronica was telling me about someone she met the other day who uh, saw someone wearing a Wayne's World hat. And I said, Wayne's World, is that like a coffee shop? Is that like a bar? Oh. And I was like, oh man. Damn. And I was like, that's that's crazy. This person also was like 20. Yeah. How long <laughs> until it's happening for like the big things like Harry Potter? Or, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Who? Okay. Oh my, okay. okay. I, don't I don't know, know if y'all heard that, <laughs> but... <laughs> I have to turn this off before we start the podcast. Um, uh, there's another one. Lucky winner. You want to tell people what you're hearing? Dude, yeah. Okay. Now, I don't know if you can hear this. It sounds like a reindeer uh, it's when, a when you're reindeer up close. Dust. But when you're not up close, it sounds like a fire alarm that's that's low on a battery or just some kind of stupid thing that's dying. Yes. And it's been beeping every like couple of hours for, for days. days. And I've been hearing it from my room, and I, I thought it was a fire alarm in your room, and then it wasn't there, and then it was not in the kitchen. So you've been looking around for this sound that's been coming from my computer for, for an actual days. Yeah, and then you were like, oh. You, were, you, you, you I was in the living room, and you said, hey, what's that jingling? What's that sound? I said, oh, cookie clicker. Yeah. Yeah, I've had cookie clicker open for three days, and every time there's a golden cookie, it gives me a sound effect. And uh, it's been driving Donovan nuts, and I had no idea. And it's just, it's fitting because I just hate cookie clicker. You do. And so I, I just unknowingly hated this sound. I'm going to beat it. 
No, you're never going to be. I'm at ninety-three percent. There's no completion. Okay, but that's not beating it. At, to me, it is. But are you going to stop when you get to hundred? No. Then you're not beating it. Oh. Then you're not done. Well, that's like saying like you know if you uh, finish Mario at the well you know like ten stars, sixteen stars, like oh I don't need to get the rest of them. You no. gotta get the rest of them. No, Mario is a real man's game. Mario has levels you can complete it. It has a Woo-hoo! plot. Cookie Clicker is the stupid. There's a plot. You click a cookie. There's a plot. There's lore. You forgot about the wrinklers and the grandma uh, apocalypse. Can you summarize the plot of Cookie Clicker? Yeah, so long story short, you're a small local business and you're trying to support small local business. uh, And you realize that by selling out and feeding into a dystopian world where you uh, just collect grandmas for your own personal good and start a grandma zombie farm, you can collect uh, zombie worms known as wrinklers uh, and actually start a cookie revolution where they stop using money on the planet and they actually start using your cookies as currency thus destroying the planet you have to take off and leave Earth. And uh, right, long story right, short, right, it's right. bad. Yeah, yeah. We're done, I mean, right. it keeps going, but it's like almost as deep as Five Nights at Freddy's Lore. That's insane. Is Which it... you played, by the way, and you almost beat it. You I... were so close. Yeah, to, okay, to whoever's out there who plays Five Nights at Freddy's and is actually scared by it, you are a scaredy cat. You're a little scaredy cat. I have to reference, you quit by day 2, 2 a.m. Is not, a... But not because I was scared, I was yawning. Uh-huh. I was literally bored. Uh-huh. And so, you know... Had a bounce. Uh-huh. Real quick. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I'm going to say that to my chat next time I play a scary game. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm bored. I, if you mean it, then, you know, just... Wow. I mean, honestly, big balls of you to be bored of Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, well... I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I'm glad he tried it, and thank you for divulging into that weird, wacky middle yeah. school world of a game. Yeah, thanks for making me. I'm glad we could make you play that game. Yeah. And I'm going to miss making you do things. Yeah. You're skedaddling. And I'm going to miss you making me do things. Yeah. I've done some weird shit that I didn't expect to do. I love the way we influence each other. Like, a, you know, a little, we're pushing each other in the pool, and we both love to swim. We're just a little nervous sometimes. Yeah. Like today when I made you have the uh, salt and pepper beef like an hour ago. Yeah, I was scared, but I knew that this pool was going to be A-OK, and it was it was pretty good. Pretty good, right? I thought it was pretty nice. Yeah. 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 You live, love, you learn. But, uh, yeah, we're here with some crazy news. This is actually the... <gasps> Last episode that we record in person together, because yeah. Donovan's going on a trip. Leading there with last episode is risky. But I know, the, I wanted to be a little scary. Follow-up was quick enough, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, heading out soon. Uh, I'm going uh, backpacking for a while. I'm going to go to Europe. Yes, and this isn't the first time you've done this. You've been a traveler, and you've done segments of travel in the past, and this is another big trip. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess background on us. Um, like, so I'm a... I'm a kind of a nomad kind of guy uh i describe you as a slippery fish yeah yeah always swimming around i always tell people that you can't stay in one pond for too long yeah i say i'm gonna catch him i'm gonna catch him but he's gonna wriggle out of there someday yeah so this past five months it's been amazing like it's been the most we've been able to hang out in so many years yeah uh really since since high school actually and uh it's been awesome man but yeah so we've both been here in austin texas and uh, now I'm heading over to, to Spain for a little while, uh, and then uh, maybe Portugal, like Italy, more of Western Europe. Mm. Um, and then I might do a, another podcast out there, so stay tuned. Ooh. Uh, where, where, like, I interview people and like, get their stories. We start a little uh, podcast network. We get an yeah. umbrella network. We yeah. start going, oh, listen to this podcast, listen to that podcast. But yeah. Kind of quite cool. It'll be fun. I think the future is very exciting. There, like you, you mentioned it the other day, uh, there are many chapters in life, but what was the other word you said for it? It was um, like secret eras, in a oh, sense. I don't remember. It's not a really well said, poignant way of putting it. Damn. There are like elusive chapters, in a sense, or cha- unseen chapters until they've happened. Where you don't really realize what you're living or doing in that moment, but eventually it all comes clear and you go, wow, that chunk of time that now was specific and tangible 
was a great one. And I think this is one of those moments where, like, we knew this was an era, but uh, now that it's coming to a close, we can put a bow on it and say, Mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah. This is an era for uh, the front pages of my books. 100%. I mean, we, I, I really do want to write a book at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't it be so fun to write, like, a like a little, this is my life story at the very end. Like, yeah. you know, not, not like a full official autobiography, but just like a, here's some memoir. of the cool shit that this life included. I'm gonna call it a memoir because yeah. I'm kind of joking. Yeah, 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 It's yeah. gonna be like Big Fish where I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna exaggerate a little bit. But it's Just like, a little also, bit. it's like me. Yeah, but it's me, me But also a meme. Yeah, it's funny. It, wait, which one are you going for? Me more. Yeah, you, you can't just say it again and <laughs> that's not the answer. Yeah, M-E-M-E-Moir. Okay, cool. Cool. I like it. <laughs> you know how it's spelled Moir, right? Yeah, yeah, M-O-I-W-R. Moir. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. because I can, I can read mm-hmm. and I can write. And that's why you're traveling is to go read and write around the world. Yep. Read and write your own memories. But yeah, to wrap it up, uh, you've been traveling in the past. You've been in this nice little half a year stint of doing lots of work, working your ass off so you can save up to actually travel again. And now you're headed out to Europe literally tomorrow at 9 in the morning. We're taking you to the airport. Oh, you're coming? I'm taking the airport, yeah. Oh, cool. I'm not dropping you off barehanded. <laughs> barehanded, No baby. way, brother. Yeah, I'm taking you to the airport. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. What if I'm nervous on the way? I'd say, you're all good. Yeah, what if I get a little quake? Give you a little quake. I'll give you a barf bag. Yeah. It'll be fun. I used to get, I got nervous on planes until I was like in mid-20s. I think we switched because I used to never get nervous on planes and now I get nervous on planes. I think one mm. of us collectively has to hold that and I'll hold it for another 10 years. Okay. And you can take it back later. That sounds good. That's a good trade. Yeah. Or I like we can it. give it to some other sucker. Ooh, get it to some loser. That unlucky listener. Ooh, which unlucky listener of the week wants <laughs> our flight scared? You're about to get nervous on flights for the Ooh, first time. It's, it's not as fun as you think. Yeah. But yeah. no, flying is super safe. You're super ch- If you're on a flight right now, hey, you're super safe right now. Yeah, you're super you're good. Totally cool. Take a deep breath and look around and just see all the other humans. But what was that sound? Oh, wait. <laughs> why, why is the plane shaking? Was that a t- 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 turbulence? <laughs> we have a uh, turbulence. I'm going to strap it. Ding! The uh, snow smoking sign just went off. They actually want everyone to start smoking. Oh, whoa, start whoa, smoking whoa. I, sign. The start smoking sign. I said, everyone take off your seatbelts and go smoke in the lavatory. Yeah. You are now a framed robe about the country. Dude, if we had an, if we had an airline, what, oh, would, yeah. what would be like our our one kind of gimmick that, you know, people, some airlines have good food, some have good uh, lounges. I think we'd call ourselves a bear line because like, like we barely get there and uh, we're also barely clothed. Yeah. yeah I think yeah, we yeah. should be all the, all the stewardesses and all the pilots, everybody, everybody is just like almost skimpy. naked, yeah. almost naked. And you, and you're getting there super safely, but we're going to scare the fuck out of you. That'd be tight. You know, people like pay a lot of money to go to like Universal Studios, Hollywood Horror Nights or uh, Fright Fest or not scary farm, just scary events. We can do that for flying. Take something people are actually afraid of and make it way worse while we're being sexy. I love that. Bear lines. I think that the pilots, so so like based on your seniority, you get like um, another nipple tassel. Oh, yeah. So it's like, like, you know how like generals have like, they'll have five stars on their wrist. It's like uh, you get a ton of tassels on this little nipple fez that they wear. That's sweet. Wouldn't that be tight? I love that. There's no captain's hat. You get the captain's tassels. We've got a lot of businesses to work out. Once you come back from the overseas, we could start on our airline. I would love that. Yeah. And honestly, if you would get started on it before you come back, you could just take our airline back. Because do you think you just need one plane? Can you start with one and then oh, kind of grow we're, organically? We're barely an airline. We're yeah. airlines. That's what we do. Yeah. We only need one plane. And we it's going to be scary. We like, need to find one route to like, from like Jamaica to like Boston. It's going to be like a 4D experience. You know, like do a 4D show and like there's like they spray water in your face and it smells yeah. like farts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're going to be doing that the we, whole time. We intentionally make it scarier. 
And oh, but yeah. sometimes it's real, but we won't tell you when well, it's you actually. Well, you won't know scary. when it's actually bad. Yeah. Like, ladies and gentlemen, we lost an engine, and like, did we? Or is it a fog machine? Or is, we have fog machines too. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of compressed air. That or is it the <laughs> captain vaping? Because <laughs> sometimes the window it will just like crack a little hole and yeah. shoot compressed air at you really fucking hard. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, is, is that really a fire in the cabin? Yeah, or, I'm not sure. Or are you just happy to see us, you know? Because it's, you know, it's sexy in there. We're all barely clothed. Yeah. And then I we, love this. We need... Okay, so in uh, in Asia, there are these, like, night buses. Ooh. But they're, like, party buses. And yeah. so they have, like, crazy light systems inside. They're really cozy and comfy, party but they're plane. fun. But, yeah, the plane. Ooh, so, ooh. Like Virgin Airlines, but for people that have sex. Sex Airlines. Sex yeah. Airlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. That's why Virgin Airlines is like, boring. It's Where's the, Sex Airlines? The only plane where you, you have more passengers after you, when you land. Yes. when you started. That's actually awesome. Yeah, we make people. In the sky. <laughs> and that's a high idea. Way up there. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. We're not even, I, I'm not high. Mm-mm. Could be. Yeah. If you want it to be. I, I found that actually, I don't read so well when I get high. I can't read. I can't read very well. I can't well. read when I'm sober. Uh, wait, can you read high? I, well, if I'm sober, I can't read the word high. But when I'm high, I can read the word high. Not the word high. Can you read? Oh, I just can't read. But when I'm high, I can read. So you took a flight recently uh, over to Vegas. I mean, speaking of sexy fun times, I was in Vegas for a little while. We had a great time. I mean, honestly, it's it's Vegas, the place of crazy fun. Um, and we were there for TwitchCon, so it was a wild combination pack of a convention for uh, an extreme niche part of the internet that I love, uh, while also being in the degenerate adult Disneyland of Vegas. Um, I didn't sleep before 6 a.m., I think, most days. Uh, we were out all freaking night. It was a great time. Uh, and who's we? Who you're staying with? Stay with a bunch of streamer friends, which was super nice. It was great to actually meet uh, local streamer friends that live close to where we live uh, in real life, not when we're in Vegas. Um, so... I had not met any of these people going into it, uh, but let me just say they were all so freaking nice, and it's nice to make friends, dude. I'm not much of a socializer person. I'm a streamer who stays at home and pets my cat, so making friends is sick, dude. So I, I had a blast, and I'm only down bad a little bit on the gambling. And I got to tell a story. Uh, my first gambling experience in Vegas this time was uh, on Fremont Street, the downtown old Vegas type spot. And I was thinking, I'm not doing slots. I'm not doing slots. I watched a lot of Trainwreck TV on uh, Twitch. I know it's bonus, 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 lose, lose, lose. Do not gamble. You will lose. But I look out the corner of my eyeball and flirting with me from a small distance is a Farmville slot machine. You, you see that thing? I said, you see that? You see that? And I said, oh, oh. Is, is that Farmville? I said, it's a, it's a, and just like a pie trying to bring you closer with its delicious scent, luring you closer and closer, this, I got, I got appealed. I walked right up to the Farmville slot. I put $20, fresh $20, my first gamble in Vegas. I read the menu. I see the number 18. I think, oh, I'm buying 18 bonus spins. You know, you can buy the bonus where it costs extra to buy the bonus, but you're playing the real mini game rather than just spinning and spinning and spinning and waiting for the bonus. I thought I was buying a bonus. However, I hit that button to start the roll, and what I had actually bought was 18 lines on the slot machine, one roll, $20. And let me tell you, it was not barns, barns, barns. It was fucking pig dirt grass. Dog shit. I fucking lost it all in one fucking roll. But imagine if that would have hit, though. That's Vegas, baby, man. Ooh, that's no, the thing. Is even though you lost immediately, that's, that's where your monkey brain if? goes. It says, I could have made so much money. Yeah. 
I could have made so much money. But that, they just have you in their grasp. By the think that. balls. By the nutters. Yeah, and I'm not running. No, it's crazy, and I did. Our... Well, I stood up, and I walked away, and that was the end of my slots. I didn't slots until the last day when I was with the gang, and I got free slot credits, which is how they get you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't slots because the odds are bad. But when you see the farm bill machine, you got to flirt back. I'm just pissed I only got one roll. Hey, next time. Next, next time. Next time. But, if, but like, think about What if that would have hit, though? You got like, to stop. Oh, my God. You can win, like, $3 million off a $1 spin. What would my $20 farm bill spin have got me? Well, That's you called probably, you probably did max lines. Did you do max lines? I did max lines, $20. Because that doesn't give you more money. It just oh. means you have more opportunities to win. Um, in any case. So look, you're saying I can go back and win it? Back. I'm saying there's there's no good lesson that I could give you here. If you're if you're not, if you're gonna go back, then you lost. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, chat. I I gotta be honest. I walked away and I thought to myself for the first time, maybe this whole thing is like a scam. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe it's a trick. Like maybe there's a reason that like all of the fluff around this place exists and oh. like. Imagine, imagine a Vegas where like it would actually benefit the person gambling. Well, let me tell you, I did lose a hundred dollars on blackjack, but I got four course lights. That's four twenty-five dollar course lights for free. That's a good. Point. That's that's yeah. a, you know, hey, so who's really down? That's like ballpark Think about prices. that. Think about that. This is was like twenty dollars for a beer, a baseball game. Twenty-six. So I actually yeah. made about four bucks. Not bad. I'm kind of up. All you missed out on was the baseball game. Yeah. And for but, reference, I didn't lose a lot. I I didn't lose a lot, but man, losing anything hurts. You could lose fifty cents, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, you don't want to feel like a loser. I mean, personally, like I, I'm I'm privy to what you lost, and I would have I would have been pretty bad. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, I get it, man. That's how it goes. But the thing is, like, I feel like I'd be done after that. Well, I think I was proud of myself because I genuinely did set a limit of a daily limit of how much you can do. And once that hit, I didn't fiendishly run back to the ATM and say, give me my money. I, I gave up and I quit. And I actually walked out losing less than I expected. And in that sense, I actually feel like it was a win because I showed self-restraint. And to me, that's like the ultimate Vegas win is actually showing some restraint while letting yourself be a little stupid. I've never been a 21 plus person in Vegas before ever in my life. I was Wait. like, I got to do it. No, I never did it. Really? Never. Never gambled in Vegas ever. Okay. It's my first time. Wait, that's crazy. So I had to. I yeah. was like, I'm still 29. I'm pre 30. I gotta like be a stupid idiot. I'm so. But I didn't by lose that. more than I expected, which is great. I was much more self contained while losing quite a bit. Not a lot. 350. I'm down 350. Okay. <laughs> Let's fucking cut okay, the bandage. Okay. Cats out of the bag. Listen, okay. So I walked into the bingo hall with 70 freaking dollars on the table. I literally bought hundreds of cards on a digital iPad. And uh, when I when I won nothing, I thought, you know, I'm going to take a, a little consolation prize. So I walked up to the pamphlets in the wall, and I took a pamphlet that said, when the fun stops. And I read that thing on the plane ride home. And you know what it said? You are a problem gambler if you don't admit how much you lost. I lost $250. Therefore, I don't have a problem. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. You're fine. My actual budget was I was planning on losing $400. Three fifty is not bad. Okay, okay. here's the, I was there for here's five the sus days. thing. No, no, no. Five days. Here's the sus thing about that is when we were going to the airport, I was dropping you off. I said three hundred, four hundred dollars. You said I might lose a couple of hundred. Yeah. You know what that means? That means four. Two hundred dollars. No. I've never used the word couple correctly. You, no, I swear. Okay. No, okay oh, so imagine, imagine we mean, said 
No, but think about it. Now, imagine we're getting ready to go somewhere, and I'll be like, I'm going to be ready in a couple of minutes. Do you think I'm going to be ready in two? Well, no, but that's different. I mean, you're, mm. you're chronically 40 minutes late. I think I chronically don't know what the word couple means. That makes sense. And that actually brings us to etymology, because I have a lot of words that need to be learned how to be meant and understood. <laughs> he, listen. That's well said. What are words? Like, how do words? What are words? That's why we're here. We're a learning podcast. Yeah. You want to skip, skip to word of the day? We can skip to word of the day. I mean, the is reason that... I brought it up is I had a recent massive flub in not knowing what a word meant, and uh, oh. it was uh, it was a rough one. All right, before we do word of the day, though, uh, I want to do a quick confession. I uploaded our podcast to all platforms, and when we were asked the question, how often do you upload your podcast? I saw weekly, bi-weekly, semi-weekly, monthly, yearly, quadruply, whatever. And I thought, yeah, we upload every couple weeks, so that's semi-weekly. Like, every semi, every semi-week, semi-weeks, like, every, you know, like... Yeah. You know, like, one and a half weeks, two and a half weeks, so semi-weekly. <laughs> I so thought that meant, like, kind of stupid. I thought that meant, like, it was kind of weekly. It's when semi I heard two semi, weeks. semi is, like, kind of. Like, I'm semi-excited. Like, I'm kind of excited. It's so funny. So I thought, that means semi every week. Uh, come to find out, now looking at iTunes, uh, semi-weekly does not mean every couple weeks. It's... Twice a week, at least. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I got to go into iTunes and fix that shit. Yeah. That's fucked. For, for those, uh, just a, a fun mnemonic or like a way to remember that um, is... Semi-truck. Semi-truck. Yep. Is half a truck. You know I love trucking. And and bicycle, it's two wheels. Ooh. Yeah? That's sick. It's pretty cool. That is sick. That is super helpful. But yeah, easy mistake to make. That's Easy mistake to make. Well, so what does that mean? Is that Are, are all those uh, episodes just forever mislabeled? No. Or? So our podcast is just currently labeled on all platforms as semi-weekly. And if okay. anyone doesn't actually know who we are, they're like, where the fuck is the episode? Where the fuck is the episode? They're fiending. They're like, you said semi-weekly, asshole. But if you know who we are, you know that we're going to fuck that yeah, up. Yeah, I fucked that up. So I'm going to fix it. But thank you for the five-star reviews on literally every platform so far. We've been kicking ass on that department. So thank you for helping us out. Mm. I think it'd be fun in the future to maybe read some of the reviews oh so yeah yeah if you want to leave a review and uh say some shit we'll read it in the future that would be fun i was thinking about that you know we got to say thank you for the reviews by reading the reviews the review of the day i like that kind of fun i like that yeah make your reviews creative and uh you might get chosen yeah um but yeah so that that's a uh, leads into our first real seggy wuggy of the day mm-hmm. which is word of the day Boop, uh, and this one's a little bit interactive. So Ooh. I was recently on the internet and I saw like some really funny translations from uh, Norwegian Ooh. into English. Norwegia? And, yeah. And I, was that a huge booger that just came out of your nose? I don't see it. Wait, I think it... I scratched my oh, nose. Oh, dude. That is a huge... No, that's not a huge booger. That's a piece of plastic. Oh. That would, that would have been an insane booger. That would have been sick. I would have been so impressed if that was a booger, but what it's that, a piece of plastic. What did that fall out of? I might probably have on my shirt or something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, all right. So I'm going to say a word in Nor- Norwegian. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be an animal. And you can guess what animal it is. Ooh. And then I'll tell you. That's really fun. Yeah. So there's the, the direct Norwegian translation and then the actual what animal we call it in English. So oh. uh, we'll start off with Sommerfugel. Oh, the Sommerfugel. Yeah. I grew up with some Sommerfugels myself. You mean the laughing hyena. Ah, it's really not close at all. The uh, the crying hyena? The summer bird. 
What's a summer bird? Summer fugle, a summer bird, a.k.a. a butterfly. <sighs> oh, a, a butterfly. Summer bird. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, okay, now this one, you'll, this one is way easier. You ready? Okay, I got this. Okay, Oyen sticker. Oyen sticker? Oyen sticker. Is that what, I would, I would, my brain wants to be like, it's an oyster, it's an oyster, but I, I don't think so. Not I quite. feel like it's more of a sticky, like a snail. Yeah, you're actually way closer. It's like a sticker, it sticks stuff. It's a it, so the direct translation is eye stabber. Oh, eye stabber! So eye stabber uh-huh. is the uh, I was gonna say woodpecker, but that's got that can't be it. Okay, think about snail plus woodpecker. What does that equal? The snail pecker. <laughs> dragonfly. Whoa! I, I just don't think of dragonflies as being dangerous. Do they have like a, nah, attackers? They're not. They're not dangerous. No. Okay, they poke eye- eyeballs. Yeah, no, oh, I, I don't no. know where that comes from. What I, the hell's that about? Maybe just one guy, and he's like, "I will forever call you the Oyen Sticker." Well, that was Adam in the Garden of Eden when yeah. he named every single animal by hand. Oh, I didn't realize Adam was Norwegian. Yeah, I did. I forgot too. Yeah, he named. I I think that was like honestly one of the coolest things he did. He named all the animals. Yeah, I, don't forget that lore. How old was he? Like, how he much looked, time did he have? He looked at that big cat. He said, "Lion." That's so cool. That's so fucking hard. Wait, but what language though? Did he? He would have named them in, the, in like Hebrew. No, he said tiger in English. Elephant. He had full modern English. Yeah. Dang, that's tight. Probably. Okay, I could be wrong. I'm not a Bible historian, so please let me know in the comment section if I'm wrong. Thank you. <laughs> All right, you ready for the next animal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what's a flagger moose? <laughs> what? Dude, that sounds like a dubstep artist I listened to in high school. Flagermus. Is that, is that, that's got to be like a um, a like a Siberian deer. Ooh, okay. Creative, creative. Well, think about moose, moose, moose. Yeah, I think mouse, like a moose. Mouse. A ma- oh, mouse maybe? Like a flagger mouse. Oh, like a um, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a muskrat. Okay. Uh, it's So the direct translation is flapping mouse. Ooh, ooh, okay. So that's like a, it's going to be like a crow or a pigeon. Close. It's... A bat. A bat, of course. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah, bats are cool. We have just uh, three more. Three okay, more. Three I more. love this. The last one's my favorite. Okay. So the next is Blexbrut. Blexbrut? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's a beaver. <laughs> hey, yeah, okay. It's, it's a water It's a water animal, yeah. Yeah, it's a Blexbrut. Uh, Blexbrut. And, and sprut uh, translates to squirt. Does that I help? I feel like someone called me that on CSGO a couple years ago. Like, uh, 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 Blexbrut. You don't want to be called a Blexbrut yet. It's, um... Is it a a uh, a hippopotamus? Ooh, mate, is no, no. It's it's so the direct translation is ink squirt. Is that Ooh, it's a, it's a squid. Yeah, it's a, it's a octopus. octopus. Octopi. Uh, do squid squirt? I think all animals can squirt if they try hard enough. If they, you know, they're you play them right. Yeah, I mean, if they're if <laughs> you they're play having, your cards right. If I mean, anyone can <laughs> squirt. Uh, all right, and final uh, word or second to final is flodhest. Whoa, Flodhest. That's a, that? that's the American bald eagle. Ooh, ooh, no. Damn, the Norwegian bald eagle. Neither that. A turkey. It's river horse. Ooh, so that means um um a dolphin. Let's try again. Okay, it's a uh, sea cow. River horse. River horse. We're talking. We're talking. Um, the sea cow was an actual species back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it it's, still is. No, it's extinct now. Isn't the sea cow the manatee? That's a manatee. Oh, I thought the manatee. Yeah, the, the sea cow is just another the name. The sea cow is a larger version of the manatee that wow. we ate because it tasted too good, and we put it's extinct now. All right, P. That sucks. Fuck water horse. Water horse. River it's horse. Yeah. River horse. River horse. So we're talking. What looks like a horse and hangs out in rivers. A deer. A hippopotamus. I saw. I thought that was the black fruit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, 
Damn, that was cool. Yeah, Norwegian's kind of sick. Like, their translations are just really fun. I want to give a shout-out to our Norwegian listeners that were just fucking bored as hell during that segment. They're like, dude, we know. It's a river horse. River horse is a hippo. hippo. Next segment. Uh, Okay, one final, one finale. Okay, I like it. My favorite one. I love it. Okay, and this is Norwegian and German. What do you think a a turtle is? What do you think a turtle is? I don't think I can just make up a word. No, you can't. What, what, what would you given all the previous words, their, their translations like a no, no. butterfly? No, no, a butterfly is a summer bird. What is a turtle? Oh, okay, okay. So a turtle could be something along the lines of like a. It, to me, as a, a a turtle is kind of just like an ocean Roomba. Oh, that's you know cool. What I mean? Like there's it's going places. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah. Ocean Roomba. I I think that'd be a a, a fan favorite for if we could re- vote for a new one. We can legally. Uh, but the current one. Oh. Is Shield Frog. Ooh, Shield Frog, <laughs> Shield Frog. It's so cute. That's so good. Yeah. Dude, big shout out to the Shield Frog. I love that. Yeah, so thanks to to the Norwegians and the Germans hey. who made that one up. I got two beers open and I'm going to clink them together myself. This is not two people clinking beers, but just one. And I'll, I'll toss a, a little hat in the ring there. Stay, if you like sounds like that, stay tuned. We have a special finale outro today. Oh, yeah. Can't Very wait. special finale. We try to hit y'all with a finale, and tonight we got one. But And, and, and just to give you guys some a little bit of uh, cerebral context, mm. what's happening here in the studio. Mm. Uh, because this is my last day here in Austin, I'm finishing off a little bit of the stuff that I had, including whiskey. No wasting. And so I have this uh, Austin 101 light whiskey that's made here, and it's super good. So if you guys want to try a good Texas whiskey, try try 101. Mm-hmm. And I'm drinking Coors Light because it's um, Monday. <laughs> wow, you're drinking a lot of that. You're drinking... You just, like, shotgunned the whiskey. I got to finish it. Wow. I can't wait. Yeah. That's exciting. It's going to be a good app, guys. Man. Well, thank you for doing Word of the Day before we did that, because I don't know... Of your pronunciation would have changed, or I think you, oh, did yeah. it, you did it very accurately. I'm sure a Norwegian listener was like, "Great pronunciation, Donovan." I actually speak Norwegian. You do, yeah, you do, and you're probably gonna be getting better once you go to Norway. Yeah, no, actually, no. Truly, if if anyone knows what the actual words were, I I am so sorry for what I just did to your language. That's my ignorance. And I'm sorry for so. not stopping him. I'm also guilty here. Yeah, I'll accept that. It's more your fault than mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. It's, you know, it, it was the fr- saying that if you stand by to, to crime. Like silence is compliance. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't stop you. I was guessing. No. Ocean Roomba? Grow up. That's actually such a good one, though. Yeah, I it's pretty it. cool. Yeah, good, good job on that. Thank you. I know we're skipping around a little bit here, uh, but you had some other stuff about Vegas that I don't think we got to. Oh, yes. Um, there was the karaoke that you did, and then you had some moment with a guy. Yeah, so I wrote down on the notes karaoke club bathroom moment with an older man and i realized after writing that down maybe this isn't the story you think it is but it's a good story um so we're at this really cool karaoke place and uh we're there for like six seven hours but at one point i have to go to the bathroom and so does sunny brew um so sunny brew and i are like all right let's go to the bathroom we'll do a trip together you know the classic if you're roommates you go to the bathroom together check out on each other all that good stuff yeah so i'm walking down this hallway going towards the restroom and let me just say i'm a i'm a fast peer i pee so quickly and I come out of the bathroom, and think, I have wait, to wait for Veronica. I just have to put a pin in that. Is is it because you have a small bladder, or is it because the stream, you have a lot of throughput? I think I piss faster, and the throughput's solid. You got the good throughput. I think I can get more, like, liters out than a lot of people. Yeah. That might be why my... Okay, so here... Okay, theory. Theory. 
that might be why my stream is longer mm. is because I have less throughput. And so yeah. it's squirting like for, you know what I mean? Like it's a smaller stream squirting right. further. It's like uh, squeezing a water bottle versus pouring a bucket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense. All so right. I pour my bucket in the urinal uh-huh. and I come outside and I see another classic boyfriend roommate scenario where he's also waiting for his partner. And it's the classic, I really love this human moment of, we're just two guys waiting to go back to the thing we were doing, but our partner's peeing. So we're just sitting there like bored. And then I realize, what if I just open up one of these doors to one of these clubs? There's a little booth, a little karaoke booth, and it's got club music going. So I think, let's turn this shit up a little bit. Yeah. I open the door, and this like probably 50-year-old man just starts like head bobbing. And I start head bobbing back, and there's no words being passed around here. And we both just start like, Hard dancing. Yeah, baby. And we're hands in the sky, back and forth and back and forth and up and down and up and down. And his his girlfriend comes out or whoever he's with comes out and he just stops and he's back to like cold, serious man mode. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, sir, carry on. Carry on, of course. And for like this quick 30 second moment, me and this like 50 year old man just had the most, most incredible rave dance party experience where we were both just giggling like little girls. And then it was over. And they were like, all right, back to back to life, back to That's life. That's great. But it was just this incredible, I love those moments in life where you can just thoroughly connect with on a human level with another person, and then you just go about your day again. And I'll never forget that man. And uh, maybe he'll forget me, but you know what? <laughs> man, the music was flowing through our veins together. So fun. It was beautiful. Is it? Do you think that that's our true selves? Like, is that, oh, is yeah. that really who we are breaking free from, like, the shackles of society? I watched him put on his daily mask as soon as his partner walked out of the room. Yeah. He, he went back to Stone Cold Cool Guy. And, I, and for a moment, I was heartbroken. I was like, that's not the real you, brother. That's not the real you. Because Sonny Brew came back, and I just kept doing me. And nothing yeah. changed, but... Something changed in that man when he was opened a door to fun. Yeah. And uh, I, I just want to keep that door open for him. May, may that be a, a good lesson in, in terms of choosing a partner. And yeah. This has now become sex and relationship advice. Yeah. That it's really important to find somebody who makes you more yourself rather than less yourself. Yes. And it, it's actually something that Dylan was telling me the, 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 the other day. So we, I, Dylan and Mackenzie are two of our friends and they're, mm-hmm. they've been together for a while and they're awesome. And they, awesome. they're totally themselves around each other. And I think that's something that we could all, and you and Veronica as well, we could strive for that. That's really cool. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, you want your partner to encourage you, not stop you from doing things you, you love doing. Yeah. Yeah. Any who's will be. Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, that's a solid relationship. And uh, speaking of solid relationships, we actually had a very interesting moment in Vegas as well where someone had placed a bet on Veronica and I's relationship without us even knowing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, quick story, quick gambling story. We're in Vegas. We're going to TwitchCon. We're actually getting in an Uber, going to the convention. There's a rideshare section outside of our hotel where everyone waits for their Ubers. Uh, We've been waiting there for a little while, and an older group of people who were going to a music festival called When We Were Young, which was like Blink-182, Green Day, all that shit, super cool, crazy, they were happening at the same time. But those people were right there, they were older, uh, and they were about to leave to their event, as we were about to leave to ours. But right before he leaves, he goes, this guy right here, there's no fucking way, no fucking way this guy. And he's pointing at me, and I'm like, oh shit, like, I'm in Vegas. Here we go again. I'm like, I'm either about to, like, make a great friend, or someone's gonna try to kick my ass. And either way, someone's gonna win money. And this guy comes up to me and says, hey, just real quick, real quick, you guys, uh, you guys know each other? And I go, yeah, yeah, of course. And he's you have a phone password? I go, yeah. He goes, no, you don't. There's no fucking way. No shot you have your girlfriend's phone password. And I go, 
yeah. And so I, I'm like, can I, can I check? He's like, show me right now. Show me right now. So I take out Veronica's phone and I, I mess it up on the first one. I typed uh, in a longer password, which is another like, password. See? And he literally goes, see, look at that. Fuck, I told you. And I go, oh, no, sorry. And then I hit it and I nail it. Everything unlocks. He goes, no fucking way. No fucking way. Are you fucking kidding me? And then his friend comes out. He's like, ah, give me 20 bucks. That's 20 bucks, buddy. Yeah. And he's like, the bet was that I wouldn't have my partner's uh, phone password. Which was an interesting conversation to be had, had right after that. He said, I've been married for 15 years and I don't have my wife's phone password. Yeah. And I think that just really opened up a concept in my head where I don't even really consider it weird to have my partner have my phone password or to have theirs. Because I feel like, at least personally, there is a level of trust and comfort that I think should come with a relationship that you shouldn't have to worry about that shit. Totally. Um I get why people do, but it was a crazy dilemma where this guy was like, man, I've been married to this lady for 15 years and I have no clue any of her passwords. And I'm like, man, I could, I could open Veronica's email right now. Like, and she could open (laughs) mine. She can fully open mine. Do you share everything? Like, here's the thing. What would you share? Facebook, bank account, like everything. I don't think we need individuals, but I I wouldn't be scared to because I wouldn't think of her to be like snooping or weird. And I also like ill intent. Respectfully, I have nothing to hide. I have nothing like spooky or scary hidden. But I also don't have like a Facebook or anything like that. But like, yeah. there's nothing on my phone that I'm scared of. If you gave a full search, like I'm set. Right, and I mean, truly, there should be nothing in your life that you should want to keep from your partner, right? Or should there be? I guess that that's an interesting question. And it's, so, before we get too deep into the weeds, I think this uh, is this falls into the guidelines of ethical discussion. Ooh, ethical right? discussion. discussion. I think this is a really interesting question is should there be some moments in your life that are wholly yours that are that are completely private even to your life partner? Well, I think it's a fascinating thing because I think having your partner's password doesn't necessarily mean that you're taking their privacy. It's what you do with that password that then sure. invades the privacy. And I think, uh, for example, I want to have Veronica's password so I can change the song on Spotify, look up directions when she's driving, or like help send a text to someone while she's driving, or, or something along those lines. Yeah. Not like, let me see your f- past 50 contacts. Are they dude guys? Like, yeah. I don't give a shit about that stuff. So and many I think people are like that. Though. People are weird. Yeah. People are so weird. And so I I understand why people are so weird about the password thing, but I don't know if to me, if you're in a relationship, you should be able to trust each other to not have to worry about that shit, brother. Like, yeah, yeah, I get you, but this is, and here's okay. You, you can't, there's no one cure all. There's no blanket advice for uh, all relationships Mm -hmm. that, that that said, I I do agree with what you're saying. I, I'm trying to think of exceptions basically. Like, are there people out there who shouldn't have their partner's phone passwords or it's, it's, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, can you say for, for a fact that if you don't trust your partner, you shouldn't be with them. Well, I feel like you can have agreed upon secrets even. Like you can be like, hey, for example, and this is just like scenario wise, if you are in an open relationship, you're like, hey, if you end up hooking up with someone, I would prefer to not know about that. But also yeah. like that's totally open and okay. Right. But, so but you've, you've spoken comes, about it. Yeah. It all comes down to communication and discussions. So I feel like you can still do like sneaky shit if you have talked <laughs> about it. And like that's agreed upon sneaky yeah. shit. And it's not sneaky shit at that point. It's just, you know, shit. You're just shitting. Yeah. And um, but at the end of the day, it's all communication. I think that that's a very good point. And I think just to wrap up the phone thing, I I do think I I agree that there's pretty much no reason for your partner not to have your password and vice versa. I I feel like I've always practiced that. It's been great and open and honest. Worked out. And that's how it should be. I mean, if if you're hiding something from them, then yeah, maybe you shouldn't be with them. And like also, if my my partner is using my phone to like 
digging through my text messages, like then you're like, what that's you... more of a red flag to me than anything. Okay, like, what if weird. they okay here? What if they have trust issues from a previous relationship? Then we can talk. What about What if they that. need to as like a mental clarity thing? Then we gotta talk about that because that can only last for so long. I'm down to help mm. you get through this mental experience, but um, we can work on this, or yeah. we, or it's not your thing to deal with. Right. It's either right. we work on it together or. You work on it alone. Essentially, if you could never earn their true trust, then you don't feel you should be with them. I feel like there is like a, a time expiration date to like, uh, you know, I've, I've got this issue. If you're doing that for the rest of your 90 years together, yeah. like, oh, I'm, yeah. you, you know, if you're just, not treating it with therapy and attempts at actually doing or being better uh, via learning and growing, it gets spooky and weird. It is. It's. I think it's one of the most gratifying human experiences is is to develop such a, a close bond with another human that you wholly trust them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that you like with anything. No. Yeah. Sunnybrook's got all my shit. And like everything. That's so. And and that's okay with me. Yeah. It, it's I'm great. And it makes grateful. a lot of sense. I'm honored. Like what an honor to be able to trust someone so much that they can have all those things. Yeah. I'm grateful. As someone who's friends with both of you, I think it's actually better that she has access to all your stuff. I agree. You know what I mean? Because I agree. maybe she might be a little more responsible with that. You know. I'll lose it. I'm going to lose things. I lose so, stuff. Now, if we extrapolate this to outside of the phone, would it ever be valid in a relationship to have something that's completely hidden and private? And maybe you could even say that it's hidden. Uh, but like, say it's like a, a room in the house that's only you, only you go into, only you know what happens in there. Or like, that's a that's a very like concrete example. You know what I mean? Like, a, I mean, it's a agreed upon man cave. I think that that's no, something no, you're truly desiring. Something that's only yours that like your partner will never know about. I feel like if, if that's like in not even communicating about it at all. Sure. I like mean, your personal bat cave that your wife will never see or even know exists. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I think if you're not harming anyone or like hurting your relationship or your agreed upon deals with between like your dynamics, then like have your bat cave, get your ninja course out, build a water slide. Like that's mm, okay. Mm. Do your thing. Yeah. As long as you're not breaking contractual like human trust. Right. Build that water slide. Get yourself a football room. Have yeah. a blast. You can have your naked football room, you little weirdo. I don't care. Do you think, okay, here's the thing. Do you think that there's anything between you and I that is wholly hidden? That mm. we don't we don't know each other about each other at all? I'm trying to think, so I'll tell you right now. Yeah. That's a great question. I, I feel like there actually will be. Maybe. But we just wouldn't be able to think of them. It's like how you were describing at dinner today. You had, what was it, salt and pepper beef for the first time ever. Yeah, right. And you made this uh, point. That was valid and incredible to me that how beautiful is it that we're about to be 30 and there's still so many dishes and types of foods out in the world that you've just never had. Right. And it's so cool that you still get to try all those things. I think there's a lot of those types of, you know, secrets and stories between us that will just still come and come and go as the time is. Yeah. And, and as long as we're at the same table together, it's going to be a meal. In a similar vein, we'd also talked about the idea that, like, there are lapses of people's knowledge. Every, everybody has, like... So there's this huge collective pool of common knowledge mm -hmm. and nobody knows all of it. And so it's like how today, you know, we were talking about semi versus biweekly mm -hmm. and that, you know, that's something that like, there, there are all these things that like people learn way too late. Like when I learned AM versus FM, you know what I mean? You literally thought AM radio was a morning time exclusive thing. Yeah. That's incredible to me. And so to, to think that we know our, each other's entire lives, like there's no way, right? Like. There has to be something that's completely hidden from the Some other. really cool secrets. Which is cool. Well, as soon as I can think of one, I'll see on the next episode. I'll bring it. I'll bring it to the table. T today you learned uh, about that when I um, almost capsized in a boat uh, in Mexico. We were trying to dive exactly into those crevices and niche corners 
I found out Donovan almost sank on a, you, you capsized, what the fuck happened on a capsized boat in Mexico? So, well, so the TLDR, it wasn't like, we weren't like threatened for our lives per se. Like it could have been really hairy for sure. I mean, if you're having like a hard time swimming, it could have been rough. Oh, you'd be, or you, currents? you'd be fucked. Yeah. Currents are an issue too. But so I was on this tour in uh, Mexico and I, I like hit it off with this group of French people, like these tourists Wait. as well. Um, and so we decided to like go on this boat tour together. <sighs> and uh, <laughs> sorry, that was my impersonation of the French people saying like, "Yes, let's go on this boat tour." They just burped yeah. really loudly. And your is that culturally your, accurate? No, your accent was really good. Thank but, you. Yeah, I was practicing. Incredible. Oh, I've been watching XQC. Yeah, and it's okay to do a French accent, right? Because they're you know they're French. They're, you know. Yeah. Eiffel Tower. Mimes. Long bread. Anyway, so... uh, Friends fry. We're we're looking at, like, mango trees. We're, like, just uh, going up and down the coast. Uh, There's birds that are cool. We, like, swim around and throw mud for a while. Well, you throw mud? Oh, yeah. You're like in a mud pool type thing? Yeah, there was this, like, uh, sandbank. So, it was, like, deep in the ocean, but it was, like, there was a sandbank that was, like, almost at the top of the water. Ooh. So, you could get out and kind of, like, walk in the ocean and, like, reach down and grab mud. That's tight. we were, like, rubbing on each other's faces. It was cute. Yeah. But then... A good old mud rub. We get back in the boat, and we're heading back to the dock that we had come from, uh, which is, like, maybe a mile down shore, a couple miles down the shore. And uh, it starts to just hail. Uh-oh. Like like storm clouds just come out of fucking nowhere, and then the water gets super choppy. The wind's picking up, Ooh. It, and it's like hard hail. It feels like like like, like it could fast pellets. Fuck yeah! And so we're all like, ouch, 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 fuck! Like it's in pain because we're in a boat moving fast, and so like the speed of the hail plus the speed of the boat equals Ooh. like it, hey. it feels like you're getting peppered by uh, airsoft guns. Yeah, right, totally. So we're all seeking cover, and then it just like gets worse, and so the the it's just the wind starts getting really violent, and we're on like a relatively small boat. There's maybe like a dozen of us. How far are you from shore? Like not too far, but like but it, far enough. The fog starts to roll in to where it's like you could not see the shore too well. Oh, um, scary! But it was maybe a couple hundred yards to to the point where like if you sink, it's it's a it's a fucking swim. Um, and if you don't know how to swim, yeah, and, you're and, fucked. and if there's any sort of current not letting you get oh, back to shore, yeah. you're I mean, because the water's so choppy, yeah, you'd be fucked. You're um, in trouble. But yeah, so the the boat starts to like topple, like it starts to like start to lean back and forth, and uh, the wind's blowing it so hard, and there's this like tarp on the roof of the boat, and the wind was catching it, so it was acting like a sail. Uh oh. And so the captain, who, who there was one guy there, like with like twelve oh tours, and he was a sixteen year old fucking kid. Oh no! <laughs> and like didn't speak English and was like very clearly like panicking. He hands uh, the, my Greek buddy a knife and says, cut the tarp. Like so, the, the roof of the fucking boat. Yeah. Oh, my God. So we all start to work together and saw open the roof of the boat and then all, like, untie the poles on the corners and then remove the roof entirely to, like, uh, to, to keep us from basically capsizing, capsizing yeah. getting, getting blown over. Uh, and then, yeah, eventually he gets us back to shore uh, and basically he dropped us off in the middle of nowhere, like, completely... You know, Not away, the place we trying yeah. to be. Yeah. So we had to like find another way to get to... You're telling me you didn't go back to the docks after that. You no, just no, no. landed just on the shore. I like the shore, yeah. Like, right, hey, peace. <laughs> he was like visibly panicking. Oh, I would be too. Yeah. Not only is like my life in danger, but I'm responsible for all these other people. Yeah. To like... this is That's a lot on your shoulders. 
But yeah, it's pretty fun. And we were just like, just hipping and hollering, like laughing our asses off. But like, also like, holy shit, this is this is a time, you know? What yeah. I mean? Oh, those moments in life are so nutty. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing the time that you almost uh, capsized a boat in Mexico because these are the yeah. types of uh, shadows that I have not seen yet, and I cannot wait to learn more about them. Whether you're in person or off in Europe, making more of these stories. Yeah, gonna go have more. Literally, you're just gonna be making more content. Let's you're living it. life out there. The more. Europe travel you do, the better our podcast gets. Yeah. And so thank you for actually putting in time and effort for our viewers. That's the only reason I'm traveling is just for, for field research for the mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. We're, we're grateful. So shout out to listeners. Without you, Donovan would not be going to Europe. And uh, also, for context, I think we are going to continue to do the cast uh, yes. during the travels. It's just, uh, I, so I got some la- lavalier microphones. Yay! And uh, so we'll record apps. It's just, just going to be virtual for a little bit. Yes, we are currently still in the process of deciding whether this podcast is going to be weekly or bi-weekly. I will tell you one thing. It is not semi-weekly. No way. I learned one that day. lesson. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. I, honestly, I personally would be thrilled to hit weekly. I think weekly is the perfect cadence, the perfect pace. However, we just realistically don't know what your travel schedule is going to be like, nor what our setup is going to be like. So I would say we're currently going to be bi-weekly until we can be weekly, because that'd be sick. That'd be so cool. Agreed. Agreed. And I'm just collecting myself. I just had a really bad whiskey burp. A large whiskey burp. You know what? It just feels like fire, like really strong. Do you need a white claw to wash it down? Do you have extra? I have a cores and this white claw. That's okay. That's okay. okay. I have a lot of extra. There's so many more. I'll do, okay, I'll do a course. Do okay, it. okay, here you go. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Yeah, my throat's you really fucked. You really chug that thing. Yeah. I mean, no whiskey left behind. No, man. I I, I have an eldest brother named Kiyoshi. And uh, yeah, legend. Sick dude. And he, he has instilled in me from like a really young age the, the idea that we shouldn't waste things. Mm. And, and specifically with the, I think it's a religious quote, but waste not, want not. And uh, I've... I've lived by that. That's been one of my one of my like wow. primary life mottos since then. And I do that with alcohol. I do that with drugs. I do that with food. I just I just think in general why like it's so point. It's 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 just a waste to waste. You know what I mean? I, I agree. I I love to hear that that was from your brother Kiyoshi because I love the legend and it's it's crazy yeah. to hear that's where that deep instilled seed was planted from. Yeah, if you are very serious about that, I mean honestly, I would like to say our food waste in this house. Went to a zero almost when Donovan moved in because I would, as a person, be like, I don't know if I want this pizza anymore. And Donovan says, I'll eat it. Donovan is always here to be your human garbage disposal for any food (laughs) that goes unwasted. To the point where tonight you almost ate uh, something that was just foul. And we ended up going somewhere else because it was that bad. Yeah, I okay. Uh, And what that something was, it was Sog Paneer from H-E-B, which H-E-B is our local grocery store here in Austin, Texas. And it's awesome. H-E-B Amazing. is literally just top tier grocery store, primo content. Uh, and all their shit's good. Like they have um, a goldfish, a version of goldfish that's uh, like stars, lone stars. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, it's way better. They have better Cheetos. But their sog paneer is trash. <coughs> never, never, ever tried the sog paneer. But also, let me just say, didn't you have it in the refrigerator for actual weeks? Oh, in the freezer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's same thing, different thing. Yeah. But weeks. No, I was I was staring at it for weeks, just like kind of dreading eating. It just didn't look good. No. And then it turned out it wasn't good. Well, can I also like keep us moving on while also transitioning to something that I think personally is not good? Yeah, please do. But it looks good. So, chat, Donovan told me to write down on our notes, pickles in a pouch. Now, I have no idea what that means. Uh, and personally, I think pickles are disgusting. 
But something about that pickle in that pouch with all that little juicy juice gets me excited. I get jazzed up and I know I hate pickles. So yeah. what, what, what am I supposed to do? Please teach me. What is this pickle in a pouch segment? I actually truly think you will develop a taste for pickles. I think I you're agree. not there yet, but I think once your palate becomes a little bit more advanced, mm-hmm. maybe three years. You're three I years agree. from pickles. I agree. That's. I think you're right. Because you like onions. Love onions. Onions, I think, are close. But I think it's like the vinegar flavor that like freaks me out. Yeah, but once you, you'll start eating pickled onions, and then that's like a gateway Uh-oh. drug into real pickles. And then I'll eat pickled pickles. Yes. Wow. Pickles... I'm sorry, real question. Pickles, are they, uh, are they, are they, are they pickles or are they another thing that gets pickled into a pickle? I, please teach me. Yeah. I don't know anything. Is, is a pickle a pickle or is it like a cucumber that gets pickled? Uh, it is a cucumber that gets pickled. What the fuck? Yeah. And like a raisin is a grape. Exactly. Okay, it's yeah. all connecting. Yeah. This particular segment I know everyone's stoked to learn about pickles. This is almost as exciting as Oyster Facts. Like I know, Oyster I Facts, I almost shat myself. Yeah, and it, I think everyone did. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think people are going to be shitting themselves today, but maybe pissing themselves. Well, I'm this, ready one's, to piss. this one's good. And so this one, it's near and dear to my heart because uh, I, I used to live in Wisconsin. Right. And this company is all Wisconsin. It's it's uh, uses Wisconsin cucumbers. It's made in Wisconsin, and it's distributed from Wisconsin. And that company is Van Holten's Pickle in a Pouch. Van who? Van Holten. Okay, I'm Van holding on for this one. What do we got? Yeah, so I guess that's a good place as any to, to start is the Van Holten family. So Ooh. Uh, the Van Holtons basically started this vinegar company in uh, Milwaukee in 1898. Wow. Right? And it was Van Holten's whatever. Uh, but a few years later, they got into the sauerkraut and pickle game. Ooh. And uh, Question. Yeah. I don't know anything about sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. Is it sour? Mm, yeah, and kraut. Okay, well, that's the thing is because I thought sour cream was going to be sour. But sour cream was just like milk flavored slop slime. And I <laughs> love that shit. I didn't know. I had my first sour cream in college and now I'm addicted. I, I hate when you call food slime. I'm a slime fan. I like to eat slime. What was the last slime that you had? That Gushers? You oh, Slurpee? Yeah, Slurpee. I had a blue Slurpee. That's from not slime. Slurpees are slime. No, you're... you're Gushers no. are slime. You're off. I think sometimes when the ramen is thick enough, it can be a little bit semi-slime. Ra- yeah. Ramen is slime. Semi is like it's halfway to slime. Yeah. Oh, you know what's actual full slime? What? Okay, the only true food slime out there. It's natto. It's it's this fermented uh, soybean. What? Yeah. It's it. Okay, if you look it up right now, you it's the grossest fucking thing. It, my uh, family used N-A-T-T-O. to eat it all the time. N a t t o. And it's the slimiest, <laughs> grossest shit. I I recommend it to no one. It, I respectfully. This is like this is this looks like it when I eat a bean and cheese burrito and then I throw up later. Yeah, yeah, right. And, oh, the other day. Wait. Okay, yesterday. Respectfully. We haven't even talked about yesterday or, uh, uh, or the party. We had a little Halloween experience. Yeah. So for Halloween, our buddy Dylan, he's, he's a wild man. He's a wild cannon, and sometimes he's shooting. And he, he shot, and he shot all of us into the moon. We got shot into the moon in a way that I was not expecting. Yeah, so he decided that we're all going to be babies for Halloween. And I really didn't feel like I had much of an opportunity to say no, but with the boys, 
the boys are yes people, and yeah. I, I couldn't really say no to this. And that's okay. Sometimes the boys have to, it's like a typhoon that sweeps you up and then brings you into a, a, a dimension of life that you never would have experienced. The and boys are like seeing a, a storm on the horizon. You know it's coming, you know it's coming, it's it's unavoidable. Yeah. You can either like dance in the rain or cry in your house. So Fucking, I'm going to dance in the rain. Exactly, yeah. You can batten the hatches and cower in fear, yep. or you can just put, on that put your chest out into the sky and say, take me. Get your princess peach crop top on, get your binky, and wear your diaper. Yeah, and so that's what we did we 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 put on three adult diapers adult diapers and we, honestly like i'm not proud of this but it was pretty sick it was sick no it was sick and for reference it was nothing weird there's nothing like freaky we're not weirdos we were just adult babies no weirdness behind it there was nothing weird about it we but were just babies what made it weird was we went to <laughs> dylan's partner's friends friends co-workers friends party. halloween party so we're 15 circles removed from this. Yeah. Uh, and we're coming as grown men babies. Yeah. We walk into this party. It's fully lit. Three seconds in, I realize, oh shit, this party is SpongeBob theme. Yeah. There is not one person at this party who is not dressed like Patrick, Squidward, Mr. Krabs. The and Doodle. We're just fucking babies. Doodle Bob. Yeah. And to, to make things worse, the host is there. She's this super cute girl. So nice. And super nice. And then her parents are there. And so we're dressed up just to the nine as babies, looking fucking ridiculous, showing way too much leg, like balls slipping out. No, they're not. Literally, I promise you my balls aren't slipping out. You were the only person that didn't wear underwear. Okay, I had ball problems because I didn't wear underwear because I've committed to the bit. I, well, the thing is, I know my balls and I know where they're going to go. So I kept yeah. underwear on because I, I just know they're going to slip. Yeah. And so I, I was I was like, you know like how um you can wear pasties for your nipples? Right. I basically wore underwear for the sake of pasties for my balls. That makes a lot of sense. I was at the Vegas Sphere a couple weeks ago and I just looked down in my shorts with a flashlight and thought this is more impressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like straight up. <laughs> so, but yeah, this is the last episode of Last Two Brain Spells where we're actually IRL in person. And I feel like before we really start doing these separated episodes, we gotta tell people where you're from, where you're going, where you've been, all that good stuff. So maybe some sort of little uh reminders of where you're gone, but let us know where you're going. Yeah, yeah. So I, I grew up with Austin uh, in Laguna Beach, California. Woo, 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 woo. Fucking sick spot. And we're stoked to be there. Yeah, from, so lucky. From there. Um, and super lucky. And uh, But that said, like, you know, it's kind of all all I knew for for a bit was Southern California. And it, it has this particular culture that, like, maybe doesn't vibe too well with me. Or, like, it's just, it's it's tough, basically. Because everyone there is very well off. And While also being an incredibly beautiful place to be, it's, like, frustrating. It's frustrating if you, if you can't participate in the lifestyle that most of the people are there, right? And so... I had a lot of this like angst growing up there uh, and this need to kind of like see what the rest of the world was like. And um, I, I didn't like ever do family vacations growing up or like anything. I, I never saw the world. Um, and mm. so when I turned 18, I went on this uh, hitchhiking trip somewhere around there. Um, it was right after the bro trip. Okay. Yeah. I can tell you. So as your historian, thank you. We did a, the bro trip on, I think we started on your birthday, July 1st, 2012. And we traveled for like, 32 days uh got back august like second or whatever and we meeting you me and ryan the rad three the original homies the gang yeah we took a full fiesta car trip around the entirety of the united states no shoes on barefoot the whole fucking way it's just stupid shit stupid we should not shit. have been allowed to no. do that trip like who let us in stupid. it's insane but literally it was like uh i'd say a couple months later after that because i was a freshman in college living mm. in my second semester dorm room yeah and you had come to visit during the winter so you took okay. a 
hitchhiking trip, probably November, December time of 2012. Got it. Yeah, thanks for actually. And you made it from California to Boston in like fucking four days. Yeah. You flew that shit. I mean, that could be another, that could be a whole other app is just talking about that trip. Would love to hear it. But um, yeah, so there was this hitchhiking trip. I I, I totally forgot, but I I took a gap year between high school and college and and did that trip in the meantime. And yeah, went and visited you and Ryan and Nick and Mm -hmm. everyone at at Berkeley, NYU, at your school. Can we talk about Emerson? Emerson, Boston. Yeah, Yeah, shout out. Woo, go Lions. Cool. And and yeah, so I I think overall my life is kind of punctuated by like these four big trips, which that was one of them. The road trip was one of them. Huge. And then more recently, the Central America trip was one of them. Um, and then now this is the the last one is, is this uh, Europe trip. And a quick summary of the Central America trip. Cause like Central America trip is like the boring way of putting it. You rode a fucking motorcycle with our boy, Austin, other boy, Austin, not me from Austin, Texas, all the fuck way down to Columbia. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. the same motorcycle you started with. That's that's nuts. That is not just traveling. That is nuts. Yeah, that, and that was that was a really really sick time. That was yeah. like one of the one of the like best times I could ever imagine it. And I yeah. get just a few stories from it. Like there was a time where you were in a sandstorm, just huddling on your bike, like <laughs> praying for your life as the sand flew past you at forty miles an hour. Yeah, you told some crazy stories. Like most people when they travel to South America, like oh I took the plane to the plane to the plane to the plane to the boat to the plane. You're yeah. like yeah, so I was taking this motorcycle across the sand dunes, and next thing you know, a sandstorm comes, and I was scared for my life. Life. Yeah, that, and it's that like was, casually terrifying. This was in the the Guajira Guajira Desert in uh, northern Colombia, and like truly, like I I don't recommend, and I I would never do this again. But I'm glad I did. But like it was like the gnarliest moment that I had. What in, exactly in, happened? In my twenties, sandstorm. Yeah, sandstorm. So it was it was a uh, it was in the super remote area where all of these um, native Colombians are have been kind of essentially pushed to by the Colombian government. And uh, it's extremely remote, extremely rural. And I was crossing like maybe 100 miles of desert uh, on a KLR, which is it's a it's a 650cc motorcycle. It's pretty heavy. And the sand in this desert is pretty loose. And so you combine the two, it, it leads to like an extremely <laughs> That's not a combo. unstable ride. Yikes. And uh, yeah, so we, we at one point were crossing this. And by we, it's, it's me and this um, native guide where we're crossing this uh, like really large flat area of land and i see this like huge sandy cloud kind of in that area of land and we're going directly into it um (laughs) that's so fucking scary yeah but the more you describe it the scarier it gets and so like it was one of those like you can't fuck up moments you know um you fuck up you're fucked up exactly yeah i i'm riding in uh these tire tracks where there there had been a car that had previously driven across this desert there's no development this is completely you know open no roads but um, there was a car that had driven past. And so I, I was using that like slightly more compact sand as a uh, better traction to drive in. But the the issue is like that the tire track is maybe like eight inches across. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be really, really precise at speed, you know, in this sand with heavy winds. And then, yeah, suddenly we just hit this fucking uh, this sandstorm. And it was just extremely heavy winds, like, you know, you're getting buffeted by by sand, it's getting in your helmet, and you're, like, you know, fucking thirsty and tired, you've been riding for hours, and so I just fucked up, and I, um, the wind blew me into the, the sidewall Holy that I was fuck. riding in, and uh, I ended up just, yeah, getting tossed, uh, and, and luckily, you know, I landed in sand, but, um, oh. it was, it was fucking gnarly. But and, still, you got <laughs> tossed! No, yeah, and I, I ended up fucking up, I, I messed up my leg a little bit, uh, but the bike 
was more or less rideable. And so we, we, we finished the, the trip and the, the whole point was to get to this part of Colombia. It's, it's the northernmost uh, point in South America. It's called Punto Gaina and we made it. And uh, so, so stoked on that. Shouts out to uh, www. Yeah. And that's just one of many stories. Like really, you have so many incredible stories from this trip. And uh, also, really quick, I want to remind the people at home, you even made a YouTube series with the gang, yeah. uh, Earthbound, on YouTube. I'm going to put a link in the show notes, the description. Click that shit after this podcast. Give it to watch some actual visual stories of that trip, because it was nuts. I appreciate that, yeah. Yeah, man. You got to shout out the homies, because, like, it's incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, the more stories we can get, the merrier. And I'm so excited, because you've been on so many trips, and the trips to come only have more stories. So, like I said, you're making content. Totally, totally. Uh, stoked to uh, talk about it on Last Two Brain Cells, baby. Hell yeah. yeah. And now put that Last Two Brain Cells t-shirt on and tell the whole fucking Europe. Yeah. Hey, the whole Europe. I'm wearing it right now, actually. So we're, we're wearing the LTBC official merch. The Should I drop first that edition. link, too? Yeah, drop that All right, link. I'm going to drop that link in the description in the doobly-doo. If you catch it, you catch it. If you uh, missed that link, it's because it's expired. So sorry if you got there too late. But we're going to drop this exclusive test print uh, Last Two Brain Cells t-shirt. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude. I'm excited for your future. Thanks, man. I'm excited for yours. And I'm excited to reconvene and hug again after oh. many more fucking crazy experiences. And we can talk about them. Many moons. Before we wrap the Halloween story, end of the night, we're outside. Oh, my God. <laughs> in the lawn. And Fuck. It, and uh, there's this dude who is just obstinate. He will yes. not fucking. Basically, okay. Oh, my God. He was wasted and trying to drive. And one of not our cool. friends, Joanne, was like, yo, you can't, you can't drive right now. I'm going to take your keys. And he was not having it. And then uh, a lot of people started to rally behind Joanne. And th- then there was this kind of kerfuffle between this guy and everybody else. And you got involved. I got involved. So I have a very, very, very low tolerance for drinking and driving, respectfully. It's so fucking dumb and stupid. Like, literally, grow up, buy an Uber. And, or also, have someone else buy an Uber for you. So uh, I thought, hey, really quick, let's solve this problem quick and easy. Guy is wasted. I have no tolerance for drinking and driving. That's not cool. I walk up to him and say, hey... My dude, respectfully, I do not think you're in a place to be able to drive home. I would love to pay for an Uber for you right here, right now, so you can just get home and then get your keys tomorrow. Normal, chill. Super casual. I'm, like, trying to, like, be nice and chill. And he goes, I don't need that shit right now. And he starts fucking yelling and being mad. And so I I, I realize there's nothing I can do here. It's like yelling in a Facebook argument yeah. against someone that you're not going to change their mind. So I basically walked away and said, all right, whatever the fuck you say, right. little bitch. That's when I realized I was dressed as a human baby, and I unironically put my binky in my mouth and walked away slightly upset spaghetti. Yeah. And I had this hilarious moment where I don't just call people a bitch for no reason. This guy was trying to get pissy and drink and drive. And I was like, man, listen, that's not the play. Nah, he was being a bitch. He was being ridiculous. So long story short, uh, we stole his keys and put them in the mailbox. So (laughs) fuck you. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. Um, We will... Buy you an Uber. Like, you have nothing to lose here, No excuse. Guy. You have no excusington. Yeah. Uh, so it was a really funny scenario where we were adult babies acting more adult than an adult while actually being so mad we were sucking our binkies unironically. <laughs> if you're going to out here do some, like, actual bullshit that could hurt or harm people, yeah, no I'm going to try to be any sort of mud in your way to stop you. Yeah. And uh, I was muddy. And Dylan was mad, he was, too. Dylan every, got so mad. All of the babies were pissy-wissy, except for Donovan, who was laying in the grass <laughs> with the house owner, dressed as a baby, just slamming beers together, giggling, and, like, getting close. It was and cute. It was cute. It was unreal. So, long story short, guys, keys were in the mailbox. Uh, 
Got him. Yeah. Got him. Got him. Now, hey. who's the baby now? Uh, speaking of babies. Anyways, and, uh, don't drink and drive. Speaking of diapers, I wish I had a diaper right now. Oh, I would love the pee-pee. Because I really got to empty the tank. All right, here we go. Let it go. The boys are taking a pee-pee break. We'll be right back. Alright, we're back, and I gotta be honest, I know we pee, but I'm fucking pissed, dude. I'm mad that my penis isn't like your penis. Yeah, well, wait, do you want to explain how they're different? Yeah, so I'm circumcised, and you're uncircumcised, <laughs> and, like, you get the DLC that I'll never have again. Yeah, yeah. And I got fucked over. That's the thing, is, yeah, I guess... You Not could, fair! As an uncircumcised person, you could try both. Yeah. But as an uncircumcised, you're stuck. I'm you're, screwed. You got one lane. Because someone made a decision for me at an early age that like, God, weird cleanliness myth, blah, 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 blah. like, grow up, give yeah. me my penis back. <laughs> I'm a little mad. But we were, we were peeing together and then, yeah. and then we were looking at each other's dicks and you asked. <laughs> <laughs> and, Anyways. And you asked me a question about uh, what, how do you use it when you pee, right? It was a medical question. It yeah. was a genuine, unironic, <laughs> ignorant, I don't have extra skin question. Yeah, and it's, it's, I think the, the best way that I could equate it, it's like a, like when you have a laser that can focus and it's like, right. it becomes a bigger, a wider beam or right. a more narrow beam. A narrow beam. Is if you want to use, you, you could use it as like a focusing beam. That's so, or like when you have like a hose with different nozzles. Yeah, yeah, right. That's so <laughs> sick. Anyway, pee out, pee in. Thank you for teaching yeah. me about what uncircumcised size penises are like and then the question was are there uh, this is another ignorant human question from me uh are there more uncircumcised or circumcised penises in the world and then i immediately was like it's got to be uh uncircumcised is yeah. the more prevalent option I but think then so. we're thinking na specific what yeah. are the numbers and that i think that's a really good question and maybe we'll uh, that's one of those we'll yes we'll circle back so i would like to propose when you get to europe can the first thing we talk about is uncircumcised versus circumcised penises? Abs- I would love that. And yeah. then we can talk about your trip. Absolutely. Episode 12 is going to be great. Okay, yeah. I can't wait, man. Cool. All right. So, yeah, you guys have something to look forward to. This has been a real zinger of episode. I feel like we touched on some, like, heart-to-heart stuff. Yeah. Uh, we had some really good co- kind of connecting conversation. Oh, yeah. Uh, good job, Ben. Thank you. Good it was at- a great time. And I think we have some yeah. quick uh, updates as well for the road. Yeah. Um, okay. If y'all are aware, Donovan at the beginning of this podcast was not a tobacco user. By episode no. one or two, <laughs> three or four, he became a tobacco user. But I would like to proudly state he's done. I'm free. I'm he's clean. Free. I wanted to tell you this story really quick. We were going to Bulahan's birthday on a fine, beautiful day, and it was a 45-minute car ride of just silence. No one was talking. You were no, you and Veronica. Oh, Veronica and I were talking the whole time. Yeah. But you, you were silent. Yeah. You weren't saying anything. Yeah, I was a little bit car sick, but yeah. And that makes sense. And out of nowhere. Also, sorry, Veronica's car, the back seat, it's it's like a, uh, if you're claustrophobic, it's your worst nightmare. It's a little, <laughs> little tight. <laughs> and so for, for a relatively tall person, it's it's just so tough to fit all of your body into that back seat. And so that's why I was kind of quiet. I was just like trying to deal with that shit. Right. Uh, but you were saying, sorry. No, it makes sense though. I mean, you're literally trying to like deal with your claustrophobic nightmare back there <laughs> and you're not feeling so good. And yeah. out of nowhere, you kind of just... You pipe up. You say, you know, I think I'm done with tobacco. Starting right now. And I'm like, wait, huh? Uh, okay. I'm like, you're, you're done? You're like, yeah, I'm done. And and you were. You haven't smoked any tobacco since. Yeah, not a you, drop. You, you yeah. decided 
in the car ride, out of nowhere, I'm done. That's so fucking cool. It's, it's like a phase, you know? Good it's for like, you, man. When you go through your like, emo phase, your Green Day phase. Oh, for sure. Wait, is Green Day the same thing as an emo phase? Maybe? I don't think so. I okay. think they're different, but they're in this, they're like cousins. The Venn diagram, there's like a... Yeah. yeah. I feel like Green Day is like mainstream emo. Yeah, mainstreamo. Yeah, mainstreamo. Yeah. Not main screamo, streamo. But yeah, anyway, I just think tobacco, really cool, really fun. I would smoke it to, to fucking the high heavens. Conceptually, if, sick. If it didn't give you mad cancer. The cancer. Hella cancer. Yeah, the And so uh, I was like, you know, it's probably not worth it. Like, <laughs> We have podcast episodes to make. Like, exactly. You can't make podcasts when you're dead. How you can we be that? doing last two brain cells when we're 60 if I, you know, get lung cancer at 40? It'll be and one brain cell. <laughs> just oh, me. Oh, no. I know. Wait, dude. Heartbreak. Do you think for our last episode, when one of us dies, we should make one last episode called the the last one brain cell? Final brain cell. Oh, fuck. And I tell I tell all the stories. I tell all. It's going to be like 90 hours. It's going to so. be a nine-hour podcast. I 90. <laughs> I have a lot to say. If Here's the thing. is If it's if you go, it's going to be it's like, gonna, I have a lot minutes. to say. I mean, yeah. if you go, I'm going to be running like a 900-hour podcast. Wait, if I, I go, I feel like I'm going to get like a really... Tight ninety minutes. I'm I'm dying first, right? But I actually don't know. Who's no, no, gonna, no. I mean, who's gonna die first? You can play as a bet. Ooh, twenty dollars. I always thought the other person should wear like a really baller, fucking decided upon outfit to the other person's funeral. Yeah. No, we we made funeral plans. Remember, did, you, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna I'm DJ. having a funeral. You're gonna DJ for my funeral. I can't wait. Yeah. I'll do a whole set. I can't. Plug. <laughs> the pastor can be like, he was a beautiful boy. I mean, plug, 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 plug. <laughs> He's fire. Anyways, that's dark as hell. But yeah, we have a lot of life to live before we die. So sorry to talk about death. I know it scares people, but sometimes you gotta talk about death to enjoy life. It's coming for you, and that's okay. Like it's I think for the more I recognize, like oh, it's coming, the more I get out of bed and go do something fun. Exactly. Doc. If I don't accept that death is coming, yeah, I'm just gonna lay in bed and snooze because sleeping feels so fucking good. Yeah. It feels so fucking good. I think we we all need a memento mori sometimes. We all need a remember your mentality moment mm-hmm. sometimes. That look, listen, this is this life is super temporary. It's super easy to take for granted. Our our lives are fucking comfy wumpy these days. And mm-hmm. so it's why not just sit on the couch and dress watch like your a baby. show and but no, dress like a baby. Yeah. Fucking dress like a baby. Yeah. Wake you know, up, drug the baby. You, you know, fight things. Yeah, like just do what you're passionate about. Like, exactly. And and so yeah, dude, you're gonna die one day. So do what you can while you're not. And let me just say, I also made a decision. I know you you quit tobacco. Yeah. But I have started a new trend. <laughs> As of right fucking now, I would like to declare it: 10, 30, 20, 23, 11, 24 p.m. It is, is it officially iced tea, tea summer. summer. I officially am an iced tea boy. No more <laughs> coffee for me, mommy. I love iced tea. We had iced tea earlier today, and I'm buzzing. So why funny. would I drink big boy coffee when I have little boy iced tea? Iced tea's funny. It, it is officially an iced tea summer starting November first. Uh, uh, it did make you go off, man. Mm-hmm. We, we we were at the, a Chinese place called Ho Ho uh, earlier. And you got iced tea, and then you just started going off. I just started telling you, like, things you didn't care about about Walt Disney. <laughs> yeah. I was like, did you know about Walt Disney? Like, and I started telling insane facts. Respectfully, I was just staring off into space, and you're telling Bro, me. Bro, I was, I was really, like, unironically, like, just so jazzed up off the caffeine, being like, did you know that the Winnie the Pooh ride has gone from 3 minutes and 30 <laughs> seconds to 2 minutes and 45 seconds? Do you yeah. think it's conspiracy? Are they making the rides faster? Because I hear they're making the rides faster. And they are. Yeah, but unironically, that's what you were talking about. I, that's the actual uh, thing I was saying. But, uh, yeah, so, so I... It's an icy summer, man. Congrats. Icy summer. Woo-woo! Gang, gang, gang. 
I love iced tea. This one's for iced tea. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get some iced teas out in Europe just, just for iced tea Ooh, summer, man. Get some iced tea summers rolling, man. I appreciate F- that. Fuck hot girl summer. It's iced tea summer. Iced tea. Real quick, if I ever like did math, I would actually be talking about Disneyland for like 25 hours straight. I'd be like, yeah. did you know that Walt Disney got pissed off one time because the Jungle Cruise was too fast? He was like, is that a rock or a hippo? And like, <laughs> my grandkids were playing tag in the backside of the Jungle Cruise. And they would hide behind the trees when they were playing tag because they didn't want people to see them. Like, yeah. It'd be a problem. Yeah. If you also, if you want to hear that podcast, I could provide it, but I'm not smoking meth. Ice tea summer, like it's going to be a fucking hypey summer i'm gonna apologize to my twitch chat for the next like three months i'm just gonna be going crazy about bullshit like you remember the time that walt disney painted the light bulb in half because it was half red half white and you wanted to be uh, symmetrical i'm so done with you man yeah it's a problem thank god you're leaving because i'm so yeah. sorry for annoying I'm you i'm out of this bitch thank god I, you can come back and i'll be annoying again <sighs> no after i see summer though it needs, it needs to be like a really yeah, chill yeah, no. Melatonin winter. I'm doing melatonin winter after, and then you can come back for, like, chamomile spring. Yeah, that'd be nice. Chamomile spring is, like, your jam. Prime time. Okay, that's good. All right, so we got one last segi-weggy, and I can't stop calling them segi-weggy. I just love segi-weggies. I do, too. But honestly, we got a lot of good segi-weggies, and I feel like we got to keep those segi-weggies rolling to the people. Agreed. And if we don't keep them fun, we're not having a good time, and that's fact. That is facts, and that would together be fun fun fact. Fun fact. Today's fun fact uh, segment is going to be just slightly different. Yay! In that it's based on today. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Today is um, ten thirty to ten thirty. We might—I might have missed that in the uh, intro today because I—I I didn't use the script for the first time That's ever. Okay. But yeah, today is October thirtieth, twenty twenty-three, <laughs> and uh, th- this fun fact series is just stuff that's happened today in history. <laughs> And I think there's just a lot of crazy shit that's gone down. That's true. The last last year, Brain Cells IRL podcast. Yeah. Ex- oh, that's one. Of that's season the one? next one. Of season one. Yeah. Think about what future... So, concept. Yeah. When you come back, podcasts do seasons. When you come back and we are in person again, we could oh. start a season two. Yeah. That could be kind of sick. Well, I think I think we're starting season two with the trip. Ooh. And then season three is the return of the kinks. Love it. I yeah. love it. I'm in. All right. And so, fun fact number one uh, that happened on October 30th is in 1485, Henry Tudor was <laughs> crowned king of England. Mr. Tudor? Mr. Tudor. King Tudor. Yeah. You think the little kids, were, not even just little kids, 29-year-old kids were giggling their asses off at King Tudor? Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, there, there's one thing about British people. So, British people, you, you have hor- horrible humor. I Like, if you're British out there, you're the unlike, <laughs> unlucky listener. That's unfortunate. Sorry and, about that. And hey, if you if you have ever shopped at a pick and save store, this is random. But if you've shopped at pick and save, which is a grocery chain in, in Wisconsin, you have. Yeah, they had one in California, Southern California, as a kid, and they got rid of it really quickly. No way. Yeah, really. You pick and save. That's so freaking cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, then you are the lucky listener. No. All right. Also, if you ever shopped at Fly- Fry's Electronics, oh, if you shopped at Fry's Electronics Good at one. any point, lucky listener. Great one. Yeah. High five yourself right now. But yeah, so Henry Tudor, he was the uh, Henry the Seventh in 1485, mm. and uh, he ended the War of the Roses. So uh, yeah, that's cool. Why was Henry the Sixth afraid of Henry the Seventh? Why? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But Why? That, that should, that should Why? Be something. Uh, ah! uh, we'll figure it out. All right. Uh, also on October 30th mm-hmm. in 1735, mm-hmm. a little man named John Adams was born. Oh, the beer guy. No, that's Sam Adams. No, that's... <laughs> yeah. This this was the uh, uh, president? Was he a... Yeah, president of the United States at one point. 
Probably like an early one. Yeah. 1735. So yeah. He must have known George. Good old George. They were all buddies. They would all go to meetings and be like, here, here. Yes. Let's dump the tea in the ocean. Four skin and seven years Aye. ago. No tea, no taxes. Uh, the, the British are not my daddy. No, I hear All right. And which way does the cricket fly? That's that's a real one. Wait, what is that one? Uh, this is how you knew if someone was a traitor or not. So really? on the near Faneuil Hall, there's an actual building that has a weather vane that is a cricket. And if you didn't know which way the cricket flew, you were considered a traitor. Wow, that's yeah. Tight. So if you were asking a quote unquote red coat, uh, like which way does a cricket fly, and they were like, oh, I do like, what? You'd be like, okay, so you're not with us. Oh, that's tight. That's like actual. Yeah, I lived in Boston for four years, and you can't. <laughs> Help it. You learn. Yeah, I, dude. I have a I have an eleven hour layover in Boston tomorrow. It's uh, it's a really <laughs> really really cool place as long as you're not at the airport. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, well, Boston Logan Airport. Yeehaw! Woo! Have fun. Yeah, man. All right, we'll we'll carry on. Also, did you know statistically, it's one of the hardest airports to land in? No, because it has an extremely short runway, and the winds are so fucked up in Boston that they have to change runway based on like wind direction constantly. Damn. Wow! So it's one of the hardest runways to land on. So like, you know, don't worry about that. But you know, here's the thing. It's sorry if you're from the Northeast. Like, why does anybody freaking live there? Cause freedom, eh? No, man. It's just like it's it, when half of your whole year, half basically half your life, if you live there. Is miserable, like hell cold. Like I just don't understand what's the, the thought process. I think the thing that blew my mind most about going from Southern California, like sunny days every day, to the East Coast was I met people that preferred it that way, and I was like, wait, 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 no, wait, no, no, wait. they don't prefer it. No, they, no, 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 it's Stockholm syndrome. Oh, seasons. I like seasons. Yeah, you're stuck with it, so you like it. But I like seasons. Nobody fucking likes being bitter. No, it's humans are tropical creatures. We, we've, we've, our evolution. It's is, masochistic, aka Massachusetts. Oh, think about that. Because you're punishing yourself half the year, so you can have a nice day for the other half. Fast. It's like we have misery, but we don't have masochism. Mm, we have Massachusetts. 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 Yes. Yep. 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 Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Oi. Yeah. New York, more like New Pain. New Pork, you pig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, moving on. Yeah. Thanks for the facts. Let's keep going. Yeah. So in uh, October 30th, 2018, mm. an American crime boss named Whitey Bulger. Mm. Whitey Bulger. Uh, he was the head of the Boston area Winter Hill Gang. What? You ever heard of, heard of the Winter Hill Gang? I left in 2016, so I missed that. Okay. Well, uh, he was a leading figure in that organized crime gang, uh, which was like from the 1960s to the 90s. And uh, it so happens that on this day, uh, five years ago, he was beaten to death by his fellow inmates. What the fuck? Prison. And it's okay because he was a bad dude. Yeah. Yeah. Hey! hey! 2003, American ba- basketball player LeBron James. Who is Ooh, that? Wait, wait. LeBron James. LeBron Le- James. LeBron James? LeBron James? Uh, he was uh, drafted out of high school and he made his NBA debut with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Wow. I remember when he was extremely popular in 2004 and he had the Hubba Bubba flavor, LeBron's Lightning Lemonade. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's that the would world be, That would be the li- basketball yeah. fact that you remember. Yeah, I think LeBron James had lightning lemonade hubba bubba, and that's all I can tell you about him. Damn. That's... It was really fucking good, though. Like, I, that's, like, one of my favorite facts is, you know, yeah. the stupid ones. I only watch stupid things. That no, makes a lot of like, sense. Like, I was yeah. literally, Donovan walked in on me the other day. I was watching an actual 20-minute video on the history of Disneyland trash cans per area and themes. 
Yeah. And uh, it was, uh, honestly, I was embarrassed. I it's... felt more embarrassed watching an, a tier list of Disneyland trash cans over the course of history than, like, if my parents walked on me, like, having sex. Like, yeah. That would have been less embarrassing than totally. what Donovan found. No. It, it, okay, man. It, you know that uh, of all humans on this earth, like, I, I'm going to support you until the end. You always have. But I'm also going to tell you when you're being really silly. Oh, yeah. And it's just... Why? Why do you care about trash? Just- well, the, 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 the Tomorrowland trash can at one point could roll around on wheels and could talk to children. So, like, yeah, that's really that's cool. tight. That's tight. That's I tight. know. So, like, there, there's something there. Okay, but that was that. But you were that's talking true. about trash cans in like a much more mundane sense of like well, oh, they move them or like that's well, that's the S tier trash cans. Well, Walt <laughs> Disney once said, quote unquote, that you can only walk twelve steps before hitting a trash can at any point in the park, okay. and that's true. If you are not able to hit a trash can in twelve steps, we have failed our job. All right. Man. That's true. But also, let me just say, the Frontierland trash cans are looking like shit these days. Pick that shit up. And move the trader's pin bench. That's we're it. done. No, we're done. I'm sorry. Done. I'm so sorry. Is, There's I, one person that's like, yes! Fucking yes! And it's Maggie Whitmer. Anyways, next. I, like, I will absolutely support you and your enthusiasm for Disney, you know, but I just, we're not going to bring it to, to No, it's podcast. embarrassing. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's another podcast. Listen to the Disney Dish if you want the nonsense. I love that podcast. Yeah. And uh, for now, we're going to move on back to fun fact. Mm. And uh, so the next one is in 1961, October 30th. It's the Soviets detonated the Tsar Bomba uh, over <laughs> <laughs> Novaya Zemlya. I, uh, I didn't mean to laugh. I just sounded like La Bomba. It did. It, but it's it's an island in the Arctic Ocean. And oh, no. This is the largest nuclear weapon ever set off. It produced the most powerful human-made explosion ever recorded. No shot? The, the Tsar Bomba, yeah. For real? Yeah. And that was uh, 1961. No, Respectfully, was this a, a bombing of actual people or a test bomb? It was a, it was a test. Yeah. So that's why I've never heard of it. Yeah, right. Okay, got it. Uh, I was like, the only reason I feel like I would have heard of it is if it actually affected individuals. But a test bombing is like a, what is this, bikini right. bottom? Right. You know the whole bikini bottom lore? Mm, so, kind of, So, you know, yeah. the bikini islands? Yeah. In, where they were bombing with nuclear stuff? Whoa. The idea was we actually, bikini bottom, real lore, they were all actually bombed the ocean, which is why the fishes radiated and were able to talk and have personalities and whatnot. So, bikini bottom is an actual uh, reality world where the bikini islands were bombed so heavily by bombs that made the fish crazy. And that's where the show happens. That's so sick. Yeah. Damn. And was it the bikini atoll? Is that it? That- yes. Okay, what I the, was not sure. What is an atoll? Great question. I've always wondered. It's got to be another word for island. I'm going to guess it's chain of islands. That's Ooh, what an atoll is. Oh, and now SpongeBob lives there. Yeah. And all right, we're going to wrap up one final fun Ooh. fact about October 30th. Yes. All right, and this one is way, 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 way back Ooh. to the year 130. Whoa, 130 years after Jesus Christ was born? <laughs> Almost. Oh, cool. Almost. Uh, that the Roman Emperor Hadrian officially founded the city of Antinoopolis in ancient Egypt. Who? Well, it didn't go Hadrian. so well because where is that place now? Antinoopolis? Yeah, I'm anti-Antinoopolis. I'm an anti-Antinoopolis yeah, I'm right. an anti- It's like, it's like the New York guy. of Egypt. You ever... Oh, yeah. Maybe the New York, New York, like it's in Vegas. It's like the fake poser. If you don't know it, then you're in denial. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are we in Egypt? Because you got to be... Building uh... up a pyramid tonight. <laughs> Wow. Tonight, we're gonna the pyramid. Dude, we love some Frank Ocean. <laughs> love Mr. Ocean. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. But um, anyway, lots of stuff has happened on, on this day, and I, I think it's super freaking cool that we can attract that to the nearest day all the way back to 130. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I feel like it's a beautiful thing to look back to the past and see where we've gone, where we've been, but it's also important to know where we're going and what we're doing. Yeah. So... Would you like to do the future self-interview? If not, that's totally cool, too. 
I think, uh, do we have time? I, this is, okay, this is already the longest episode we've ever done. It's got like at least 20 minutes cut out. But maybe that's the direction we're headed. I, hey, you know, it just, let us know. Is this the course of nature? Actually, let us know. I like to think this episode is a actual final hurrah IRL, so this episode's going to be a little long. But we'll get, we'll get, we'll be shorter next time. This okay. is a day to be long. Today is a day to be long, day to be strong. Yeah. Carry on my wayward son. All right. Well, future self-interview. Um, how do you want to do this? Yeah, so this is this is a, a new segment, uh, potentially just a one and done, but uh, we wanted to ask some questions to our future selves, and in particular, ourselves when uh, I return from the trip. Yes. And so in approximately six months, I'm going to be back in... <clears throat> Sorry about that. Okay. I'm going to be back in the States, and uh, I think we should answer the questions that we ask to our future selves. Ooh, right now. we'll do it live. It's yeah. like when Mr. Beast makes a... Uploading this video in 10 years. Yeah. You know, that, that was actually fire. I didn't know that. So he did a thing where he recorded and uploaded a video in like 2023 or 2013. And he set the publish date to be 2023. Wow. And it's, he's like, here's my goals. Here's my plans. And he fucked it up in the best way possible. Really? It's tight. Did he, the video come, he nailed that. Time's a bazillion. He's Mr. Beast. But like he came to, he's like, I hope to have like, you know, some success. And like, I mean. He's Mr. Beast. He's like the most He's successful. the guy. And it's tight to see. Is he the so. biggest YouTuber? Uh, no, T-Series. T-Series is an Indian Bollywood uh, music video channel. And they wow. have beaten PewDiePie and Mr. Beast. I've never heard of T-Series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That, dude, and that's that's a testament to how freaking large the earth is. It's beautiful. Is, is that like th- there could be a YouTuber bigger than like... Any of the biggest YouTubers that you've heard of, and you just you've never experienced it. T series is wild. I feel like one of the things that I actually have a lot of respect for, which blows my mind, is in their thumbnails for their videos, they write how many fucking views there are on the video. Oh yeah. So yeah. the thumbnail will be like eighty million views, and you'll look at the view count and be like eighty million views. I'm like, is there, there's got to be a guy who's updating eighty one, eighty two, eighty three. Totally. That's a wild job to be like, all right, check the thumbnails, update the view count on the visual. Like, that's a crazy future world we're living in. Weird. Putting your view count on your thumbnail? Do, do you remember the days, of course you do, the, the days of YouTube that were, your the videos would just be full of, like, pop-ups? And oh, yeah. Like, what was it, annotations? Annotations were amazing. I yeah. loved annotations. Back in the day, man. We uh, made it uh, experimental. I always have enjoyed, as a person who creates things, uh, pushing the limits of what a medium can be. And so we actually created a video in uh, high school in, I imagine, 2010. When annotations first came out, they gave us the ability to give a collaborative link for annotations. Thus, anyone could add an annotation to your video. So I made a video called the Interactive Annotation Game YouTube Video. And uh, I just talked for a minute, and I gave the link publicly for editing annotations into the comments. And anyone who watched the video could add an annotation on top of the video itself. That's so So people put links, people put the advertisements, people like wrote their own YouTube channel, people put like copypasta, ASCII art. Um, That's awesome. It was amazing. And we actually hit the annotation limit of like, I think it was a thousand. No way. Yeah. And uh, it was an experiment because if you turn the annotations off, the video was insignificant. It was me being an actual high school kid being like, hey, really quick, I just wanted to try something. Let's do something really cool. Everybody put some annotations in the video. 30 seconds. Uh, but if you had the annotations on, it was a firework show. That's that awesome. Nonsense. And uh, YouTube got rid of it. So. Yeah. It's the world we live in. Which makes I mean, it, with with any any feature that involves uh, like free public use, it's dangerous. Unfortunately, is going to be abused, and that's just that's the nature of society. It's the PUBG lobby. Yeah. I think thoroughly. I, I genuinely believe Fortnite Battle Royale would have an open mics lobby if 
Player Unknown's Battlegrounds didn't fuck that shit up in the first place. Yeah. The first big battle royale had an open public lobby where anyone could say anything, and we learned you can't trust people. No. You cannot no. trust people. So they no. turned mics off. I really believe PUBG was the last open mic lobby game we've had. Yeah. Because in a long time. Like ninety-nine players can be good little boys and girls. And then there's one shit bag. Oh, yeah. And that's all it takes. All it took. Unfortunately. And then one shit bag would explode another one and another one and another one. Yeah. And then all the shit bags would reveal themselves and it was just pain. Yeah. Pain. Which uh, kind of is what happened in 2016. But uh, Pretty we'll, nuts. We'll move on. It's a crazy world we live in. But yeah. hey. We have an interview to do. We have an interview to do. Yeah. So should you ask yourself questions? I'm going to, no. So I'm going to ask you two future Ooh, questions. And I'll ask you You can ask questions. me two future questions. I love it. Yeah? Yes. All right. Um. I can make a quick casual one. Okay. Just as a starter. Yeah. Maybe dip a toe and maybe we'll do a third even. All right. What was the highest thing you peed off of in the last six months? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, Because I for for background, so I asked like, hey, <laughs> do you guys want me to do anything um, like souvenirs or like try anything or like any any experiences that you, you know, just want to vicariously live uh-huh, uh-huh. In, uh, in in Europe? And your only, your only that's ask- it. Was that I pee off of something high. Really high. Yeah. So we'll see. I wanted to be like, like, I mean, like I said, quote unquote, be safe. Don't hurt yourself. But it's got to be so fucking high. Yeah. So TBD where that's going to be. I can't wait. So you're going to answer that question in six months. Maybe. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Okay. What All kind right. of questions do you got? All right. Um, what's your uh, current eating phase? What, what have you been Ooh. really into lately that you, uh, you haven't tried before? Well, I like to think it's chamomile spring at this point. Yeah. But we'll uh, see. And that's because I overdid it on the caffeine. I really, I really thought I was going in safe with the iced tea summer. I was like, iced tea, iced tea, this is cool, it's like water. But then I realized it's not like water. The same time, like how I realized you can't live off of soup broth, uh, I'm going to realize I can't live off of iced tea. So by the time you get back, I'm going to have a better drinking habit, uh, probably alcohol and uh, iced tea wise. Nice. Um, but what eating phase I'm going to be in? Probably bean and cheese burritos, no sauce, no onions. That's just realistic. <laughs> no, but the, that that's the that's not a phase. That that's what you've been in for your entire life. That's a lifestyle. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't think that counts. You know what I had for lunch? A bean and cheese burrito. You know what I had yesterday for lunch? A bean and cheese burrito. And what about the day before? Maybe a uh, quesadilla. You actually <laughs> nailed that. That's fucked up. Because I thought I was going to get you at the quesadilla on day three, and yeah. you got me. Yeah. All right. No, you got me. No, it, it, here's the thing is, I you're extremely predictable. Um, That's fair. Which makes sense. All right. Well, then can I get extremely more intense? Yeah. What's up? Okay. Six months, eight months, whatever it is. Uh-huh. Do you think you found the one? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you can take it out. That's the question. No. I... <laughs> That's a really good question, man. That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> yeah. I okay. I my thought now. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I scared you. I've been joking around that like uh, this trip, I'm gonna go find a wife. You're gonna find the love of your life. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I think so. I, hope so. I think so. I think so. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's, that's cool. so that's so funny. That's a crazy question to hit you with. But I figured I'd start with like a casual, you know, and then a big one. All right. Well Get I another? I, I have one uh, big one for you in that okay. in that vein. And Love it. I don't know if you like this. No totally cool. Okay. Yeah. Do you think uh will will you or Veronica have proposed to each other in in that time? Great question. I think realistically no. 
No. But I've also, this is an actual backstory uh, reality. I am someone who my parents, my mom, has always put the notion into my head that you should not get married until you're 30. I turned 30 November 19th, Next 2023. Month. That's yeah. 19 days away. Yeah. 18, 19, 20 days. Who cares? I don't think we're going to be there yet. Hmm. Ask me in two years. Interesting. It's a cliffhanger. Yeah, okay. okay. It's a cliffhanger. That could be a very future interview question. The good news is I, I as a human believe, you know, if you're going to be married, you can hang out for at least 10 years and then <clears throat> hang out for the rest of your life until you die. Yeah, why not? Yeah, like honestly, people rush into it, and I totally get that, and I respect that. But I'm a, I'm a slow roller. Word. That's why I play craps. And uh, I I we we can uh, maybe end this with for your thirtieth. I I made you a piece of art. So cool. It's it's like a you could use it. it's curtains. It's a blanket. It's a wall. It's beautiful. Piece. So Donovan made me a gift for my thirtieth birthday because you know I'm nervous about turning thirty as everyone is. He made me a graffiti mural on some sheets. And it says, come. <laughs> yeah. And then it says, 30 with a heart. And you know what? I almost cried. Yeah, This man. is so beautiful. Yeah. I never thought some cum sheets for my 30th birthday would make me tear up so hard. That was so sweet and kind. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, I love you, dog. I love I you, love you back, I man. I can't believe we're 30, man. I, just, 30. Like, we've gone through uh, all our lives together as, as far as i can remember and beyond and uh, yeah. it's it's uh, I, I can't wait until 60 but fucking 30 is a milestone man it's a crazy one yeah hey big cheers to 30 and yeah. uh it's an honor to be here with you man cheers, holy dog. shit and uh here's to uh, episode 11 of last two mm, brain cells mm, 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 mm. i hope we've all learned something and i've hope we've all uh, laughed something today i hope you uh, peed at one point during this thing yeah. i really uh really quick i'd like to say if you listen to this podcast and we get to the pee break, I recommend you pee too. Yeah. Like, whether you have to go or whether you don't have to go. Like, you know when you're on a road trip and mom's like, you gotta try, you gotta try, <laughs> you gotta try. Did you try? Did you try? And she's annoying as fuck about it. You gotta try. You yeah. gotta try. You gotta try. Go try, okay? Yeah. This is a pee-pee break for all of us. It's not just for the boys. It's for all of us. Yeah. And we can look at each other's pieces. Yeah. And we can learn something about each other's pieces. I didn't know so much about your weapon. Yeah. Yeah, man. And look, we all have different styles of using our weapons of... You're uh, sheathed and I'm sh- unsheathed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you've got uh, you got sights and I'm just unscoped. Right, yeah, you're just uh, you're just three sixteen no scoping the world. Yeah, I'm kind of like a desert eagle, and you're kind of like a sniper. What's the sniper in a CS:GO? Again? The op. Yeah, I'm oping. I'm oping out here. Which, if you know, in CS:GO, my op has a name tag on it. It says my big fat cock. <laughs> it does. If you if someone picks up my weapon in the game, it says that they killed you with quote unquote my, my big, big fat cock. cock. That's tight. That's sick, yeah. and I cannot believe they haven't banned me for that. Yeah. So thank you. Well, hey, and thank you for listening. Oh, yeah. Love you guys. Thank you. And love you, Doug. Hell yeah. Love uh, you, man. For real. It's been an incredible uh, podcast journey. When we started this, it was very much an experiment, and it still is an experiment. And as we go into the next season of life, it will be an experiment. We're going to be on the uh, different sides of the even ocean, not just planet or country, but like... Far, far apart, and Dude. we're gonna make this happen. I've been, I've been unironically referring to it as overseas, overseas, which sounds so dumb, but you're it's gonna be really, across the pond. It's really fun. Well, hell yeah! Let me just say, this has been an incredible era, and thank you for supporting this era. If you're listening to this on. 
Patreon or Spotify or iTunes or anything that has a rating function or comment section, give it a rating. Tell Algorithm Daddy, mmm, mmm, yummy, yummy. And uh, he can give it to your friends or whatever. Let people know. If you can, help us out. And uh, shout out to the people subscribing on Patreon, patreon.com slash BBGT for Big Boy Game Town, BBGT. And uh, that's where early access comes out right now. But right now, uh, more importantly, we're just looking for those algorithm ratings because we're hungry mm. to make some moves. And uh, hey, for real, it's been an incredible era. Like, man, we have started something. We have not finished something. But I like to think this is one of those pivots. And I'm mm. so excited for what comes next. We've planted the tree. Mm-hmm. It's a sapling right now. It's a little baby boy tree. Or a girl tree. Mm-hmm. Do, wait, do trees have gender? I don't know. I think so. But whatever it is, it's growing, and I uh, can't wait well, to I grow think, it. I could be wrong. I think some plants are, like, that's the next podcast. All right, you guys, <laughs> thanks for listening. Let's talk about um, circumcised versus uncircumcised penises, plants, flowers, gender, Europe. Next episode. But tonight, we have a finale. Ooh, let me just say, let me have. just say. Now... Since we've started this, I've always wanted to try to push the limits of the medium that we're within. And that medium is audio. Right. I've always wanted to show our listeners a finale fireworks show. Okay. I think a fireworks show is the perfect ending to a night. A capstone. A bookmark. A the celebration. End, the finale. And I want to show you, but we can't because we're just limited by audio. But... We, we can, can do something better. You. We can tell you about a fireworks show. And let me just say, we don't have the budget. We're not Disneyland. You only spend at least $100,000 for a fireworks show per night. Stop. Stop. I, You're that's done. true. And uh, birds die and plants die and it's bad. And um, anyways, yeah. we're going to do our own thing. And it's called The Last Two Brain Cells Fireworks, fireworks Show. show. So Woo! please enjoy the fireworks show. Turn your speakers down because it's going to be loud. And thank you again for listening. We'll see you in Europe. Yeah, it's been a long app, and uh, all I have to say is, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for the last two brain souls, uh-huh. episode eleven, inaugural fireworks show. Please remain seated while the show is in motion. The lights will return when we are done. If you are light or sound sensitive, this is the time to approach <coughs> your fetal positions. Cover your ears and <coughs> pray to your God. <laughs> For our audio listeners at home, I'm holding up a cardboard box that is holding 60 cans of corn. 60 light. cans! I will now throw them into the fan, which is on. Here we go! So lovely. Wow, I'm shedding a tear. Thanks for joining us. We love you and we'll see you again soon. Good night.